here we go. Hello everyone. And uh, to this a rare occasion of an FC chat, I know I kinda I kinda wanna apologize. Um that it has been a little bit rare. Um but I mean most guys are probably uh most of you probably know that um my girlfriend was actually lucky to get deployed to Germany. Uh she actually just landed in the years again. So uh, we made uh, good use of the time, especially the weekends, and uh, it wasn't really that easy to line FC chats up. And uh, but in the coming year, you can expect uh, to come back to the weekly, uh, you know, uh, FC chat, and uh, you know, a little bit more reliably, at least. I am. Uh, speaking of that, I guess I have to mute the thingies. See, I don't even, I've, I forgot how this all worked, actually. Um, but yeah, as you can see, a packed, like a really packed lineup today. Uh, we kind of want to do a little bit of a year um, a recap and, um, you know, talk about things that happened uh, that we might have actually forgotten. I went back and checked like dev blogs and I went over the Reddit threads a little bit. Like if I forgot anything, put it on the list uh, and we go, we, we're going to go through the list month by month a little bit. Uh, but before we do that, maybe I should, even though they're big names in the game, I should maybe give like everyone like a super short introduction at least. Um, I would say starting with a good friend of mine and uh, like, how? well, you're a good friend too. Like everyone here is good friends. I think. Casper has been on a couple of times. I had Elise on Chosu. Like I, I, I don't re-invite people uh, if I don't like him. So everyone here is considered a good friend, all right? But Shines and I go back a little bit longer, right? Like I don't even know how long. I guess around eleven years now, because that's how long I've been in it. Um, but yeah, Shines is um the main FC and leader. Like there was a little bit of a um like i don't want to say takeover that sounds so aggressive but you know bliss who is actually like um one of the founders of init and uh, used to be the leader he kind of stepped back focusing on real life stuff and uh, shines picked up picked up in like big time <laughs> and we're gonna talk about how crazy he went this year um but yeah man of c and leader of init uh the shiny boy um and then the next one would be Chosu, who has been on a couple of times. He's a very well-known FC in Horde. So um, he has actually been in on the other side of the war, which might just be interesting when we talk about that, to have like both sides at least uh, represented. Um, has been on a few times, I don't know, three, four times, especially when, especially when we talk about bombers. I was like uh, to invite Chosu. He kind of has a... Uh, you know, a hand for that kind of stuff too. Conscience for bombing. Uh, then next on the list, CCP Swift. You see the like the cards, the the FC cards here. It's still Elise Randolph. You know, one of the big reasons why uh, I thought it would be great to have him on is this year he became a CCP dev actually, right? From player to dev. Yeah, it's, it's been weird, but mm. uh, but very very fun. Always well respected and known to be like a universal good dude, even though he's in PL. Always surprising to me, but 
or he used to be in PL. Actually, you still are, I'm pretty sure, right? Yeah, yep, yep. And yeah, we're going to talk about that, I'm sure. And then Casper24 uh, is probably like the best known name in like small scale AT uh, kind of stuff. Um, used to have like um, the title of being second uh, in most ATs or whatever. But actually, like this year he won again um, with his team uh, Hydra. And uh, yeah, welcome. And then we have Asher, right? Asher being the main FC for goons and therefore I would say the main FC for the Imperium as a whole. And um, yeah, basically the winner of uh, this year is like it, or the winner of the biggest war in, in gaming history, I guess, right? So uh, yeah, I mean, if you want to, I mean, it's true though, right? Isn't it? I don't think there's a game that could actually have a bigger war in any kind of way. So we have more players involved in a war, like, you know? So you could say That's it's what makes Eve very unique, right? Yeah. Yeah, you, you know, it's honest. It's the biggest war in gaming history, I think. So, yeah, there you go, guys. Like, I don't know if that's not a good lineup. I don't know what is, right? So yeah, actually, uh, it's like really cool. Like, I've never talked to Casper before, but like, I love what I just see, like a Z kill feed pop up and just something ridiculous was killed. <laughs> and I look at the mail and he, he's on there. He's either occasionally he's the one who's killed, but more often he's the one who's killing. So it's just cool to see someone that you have like no interaction with, but you know who they are. Yeah, dude, I feel very out of place with all you names in here, by the way. Like, you see all these, you know, we have our little eyes about you guys always pinging. We're like, all right, time to leave. Aster just pinged or somebody just pinged. So we know who you guys all are, too. But obviously, uh, I've never seen you guys go face to face. So, again, I'm a little out of place here, but it's good to meet all you guys and interact. You know, it's just a, a difference in play style, I think. Yeah. Um, you know, while Asher is maybe like the best guy to have the biggest fleets possible, you're probably the best guy to have the smaller, more, um, you know, more yeah, nifty no kind of, of fleets. Right? I would wager no amount of money in a 1v1 Meavers Casper. I would wager against myself every time. Yeah, well, I, I got a big old keep start to stay away from that, and then and I'll be I'll be I'll be all right. Rogan. All right, cool. <laughs> I'm a market keepster. Yeah, we should talk. Actually, let's let's start with that super short. Like, um, what happened there in I'm a market today? Swift, you were there, right? Uh, yeah, we actually there were like uh, three things that happened. Uh, there was like this big Russian influencer event where we had thirty something uh, Russian streamers uh, try out E for the first time and play around with their communities. It was really fun. Uh, and then they decided, hey, you know what would be really funny? Uh, we'll just give them the dreads and, and see what happens in Amamaki. Uh, and that's what happened. They fly dreads, though? Uh, we, uh, like, uh, we like flipped a switch so they could that fly picks. dreads for like an hour. Ah, oh, right, so right, right, we, right. Uh, So they got like a, a, who a one hour the of dread time. Uh, that would be the, uh, fuck, I forget his name. It's, the, it's where all the band is goes. Like, it's got a, a special oh. GM name. Yeah, and like I, all the all the band assets go to like one super account. Uh, so like whenever we use stuff, it comes uh, from there. All right. So you took dreads out of like confiscated kind of accounts, shit. Yeah, yeah. 
And then uh, Bjorn B came over yeah, uh, so to the CCP offices and it was like, hey, we're going to uh, to fly around in there. Uh, so there was like, I think, 20 CCPers or so in, in Serbs just flying around. Uh, but of course, like everyone showed up uh, because it was Amamaki and so close to everything. Snuff came in, uh, obliterated everything. Uh, it was it was a good time. Uh, Horde showed up. Goons were there. Uh, PL were there. Uh, just uh, there were like a thousand people in local, all just like randomly shooting each other and also trying to kill these dreads. Uh, and then there just so happened to be like a bunch of random Russians uh, clicking siege and, and pushing F one on stuff. It was uh, a good amount of time or rather a good amount of fun. Uh, and it was just kind of nice to see how it played out where it wasn't just like an immediate dumpstering. Uh, and then like one side goes home. Yeah. So I saw snuff. I mean, not a surprise. You, you go to low with any like significant kind of fleet, you gotta, you gotta expect snuff to show up too. Right. Uh, I saw them there in like a Legion fleet and I was like, Ooh, that's, that's not easy to crack for, for any of the other fleets. And uh, they dominated. I'm, I'm guessing, right. Yeah, they had legions, apostles, and dreads. I mean, still like a. But they made it. Still does take. It still does take some guts, right? Because who cares that you're still dropping the hammer? There's still 900 other dudes that could just turn on you (laughs) and just keep you pinned down forever. That's like it's easy to see when it's like a like a super win. They're like, oh, they just easily won, no problems. But there is some situations where that could have probably gone really horribly for them. Yeah. And there's a there's a lot of people out there that kind of would always prefer an outcome that uh, you know snuff doesn't like. <laughs> so um, there's no lack of like finding support if you're saying like, hey, you guys want to kill some snuff, you know, whatever dreads legions. There's always going to be supporters. But um, all right, yeah, I it was we had like thirty thousand Russians watching. Uh, oh yeah, on Twitch. I, I saw that actually. Yeah. Uh, and then some of the streams were like really dope. Uh, I forget the stream name, but it's like these Russian twins that are like these bodybuilders as well. I saw that too. I was, I was like, like oh. what the fuck is going on there? <laughs> they had like flannel like shirts with guys? no sleeves. Uh, bodybuilders. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, okay. They're just like guns out Russian dudes playing Eve on a. And they're like they're identical twins. They are the coolest dudes in the world. Uh, I'm not saying that I have a favorite stream. Wait, do you speak Russian? <laughs> but I mean, you don't need to speak Russian to watch these guys. It's just amazing. Like watching art. Yeah. Uh, how, how, uh, how did you, like, did you just pick all the dreads up as, as they were confiscated, or did you refit them like a certain way? I didn't check the BR yet. They probably so. all had old fits, guns weren't <laughs> yeah, online and stuff, and the, yeah. and the noobs were all like trapped in dreads that couldn't, they couldn't use. Uh, when it was like, uh, the way it was set up, uh, like I didn't do it. It was mostly the, the people working with the Russian community that did it. Um, so I'm not sure exactly how they are fit, but I think they were just fit kind of normally. Uh, just based on what we had available. It's like I I got a ping from my corp being like, "There's there's thirty horde reds in Amamaki." And I was like, "What?" <laughs> so I, I didn't know this event was going down. So I was like, "Okay, <laughs> this, this could be quite entertaining." Like you... uh, someone said, like like there there's a snuff dread bomb fighting a horde a horde dread <laughs> group or something. Yeah, you guys aren't that far from Amamaki, right? No, yeah, uh, missed Mr. Martin from Horde took a took a fleet a couple times there. I think he he actually. Check- one of the phoenix kill mills from there and it's fully passive phoenix yeah with the high grade nirvana still in the cargo <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> oh, no. that's a feels wow. bad yeah. 
<laughs> what difference would it have made? You know, uh, they had they had thirty minutes in the tutorial to kind of figure out how uh, dread PvP works. So yeah, that should have been fine. But <laughs> dude, I tell you though, no, no, I. <laughs> I think you guys underestimate that because when we did the other event, Swift, right, with the the mentor stuff, uh, and I had to teach that one guy, which is usually not kind of what what I do, right? So I'm I was taking him on because he's German, and uh, I was trying to teach that guy everything. And so, but man, you underestimate how many little things you take for granted. Just yeah. locking stuff and an orbit and keep a keep it range and just knowing some distances that you know yeah 100 km you're not in range with a blaster I get the okay um, yeah it's so like, don't don't look at your ship your ship isn't important <laughs> yeah that there's a there's a big difference between 15 km and 2 km for example right um, you know all these little things they're all missing like if you have to teach someone how to I mean a dread is pretty straightforward so they probably got away with it but uh, man uh, there's a lot to it that people uh, might not realize like if you have played for like a year or two how yeah. did how did like the fleet management go from the streamer side was it like one guy that knew how to play eve just calling out like what they should do or was it because I, I actually didn't watch the stream so i don't, I don't know uh so i think it was ccp alpha ibeast and uh shoot 33 who are some of like the the bigger russian streamers uh, like kind of crowd them together a little bit. Yeah, and was it the highest Twitch, if online Twitch numbers ever? Thirty. I have I've never seen it higher than thirty thousand. Yeah. Like we were just looking at it, um, and obviously they were like of those thirty three thousand or whatever. Like thirty thousand had never seen it before, and they were all Russian too. Yeah, yeah, yeah and they were all <laughs> Russian. That's a pretty insane um, number when you think about it. Yeah, yeah. I but was yeah. looking at the at the whole like Twitch brawls. Um, thing right so what i was hoping for that you know eve would go up to like maybe the second row like after those absolute big titles uh and it just we like more barely got there wow for a second for uh for a couple of minutes we were like just beating wow it felt great that is kind of nice that's actually. impressive actually yeah yeah i should have actually not focused on the guy on the on the big titles that were above easter i should have actually looked down like like what? What's actually what? What do we take? Yeah, I've, I missed I missed out on that. But yeah, yeah. But we did it mostly just to have fun, right? Like uh, just yeah, yeah, introduce yeah. these guys and their community. Like we didn't, we weren't like, man, we have to beat WoW for this to be successful. We just wanted <laughs> people to have like a really good time. The holidays are here. Just uh, it's been a stressful year. Just relax, shoot some dudes, uh, watch these guys uh, struggle, <laughs> struggle to fly dreads. Uh, like introduce them to like fun stuff for just like an hour of Eve. Yeah, I'm still uh, nice though, so, right? Yeah, it, I, I had a good time. Like Bjorn made sure that the CCPers like got on some kills. Yeah, uh, so that was a feels good. And then we all died horribly. How was the feedback from the new guys? Did Alpha say anything about that? Uh, some of them really liked it. Like yeah. they had no idea what was going on in the like the dread fight, right? Like you're throwing yeah. someone that had never seen Eve into a thousand people in Amaki. <laughs> like one of them, like the fight started because a dude accidentally warped to the gate from the keep star. <laughs> That's great. Uh, so they were like, oh, well, I guess this is what everyone. we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> that basically sums up Eve, though, right? Yeah. <laughs> remember our awesome. move up from Fountain to Death? Don't. I do remember. Chosso probably remembers <laughs> too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Two times just walk to the wrong gates, you know? <laughs> it's just what happens. What, what are you going to do? Yeah. Move ups probably have taken like literal years off of my life. Like, uh, even I had it easy because I was FCing in like the, the early, the easy years where you could just jump to Sinos. 
uh, and people would just jump the wrong way. And it's like, oh, God damn it, guys. Oh, they jump God. empty, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or they'd run out of fuel or they wouldn't be cat fit or, oh. Yeah. Absolutely stressful. Yeah. Because it's one of the transfer transferable skills you get from Eve, actually, is just learning how to communicate things. Because you get so much practice at it as an FC, right? Yeah, yeah. And you know, when you when you review your your, your own kind of fleets and you know, when you look through back the videos and stuff, and identify mistakes. It's just interesting that uh, that a lot of them, a lot, at least in my fleets, most of the time it's me <laughs> that are causing problems, not not the actual uh, you know, the the members. So. Yeah, one of the one of the skills I've learned from CFCing is I I used to think that you could always teach everyone that like you know everyone has redemptive qualities, but no, there's always going to be that one person <laughs> on the Titan that's warped at the gate, no matter how many times you say it, true, no matter how much yeah. you hold their hand, <laughs> yeah. there's always the Titan warping to the wrong gate. Yeah, he's watching that's YouTube on, on the side, reading that's a book. True on every level, from big guys yeah. to like yeah. little four guys, like yeah. somebody always gets caught and goes, "Guys, save me!" We all warp back and we're all dead. Just. At every level of gaming, that happens. Right. Yeah. Do you want to? Yeah. Do you want to like put yourself in a terrible situation, like fighting in the gate that you're not prepped for, to save this one guy, or do you want to look, look like the a hole who's like just let him die? You know, yeah, like exactly. You, you have just no die. good choice. Yeah. Oh, and like, do you want to rage about it, or is it like, you know, I think by now the culture is not that ragey anymore. It used to be like hardcore, right? Let's like way back, for example, the song that I played at the beginning, right? That's from a time where people were like, you were getting insulted, like you wouldn't believe it, right? Back then, <laughs> it's like, you can't just fuck up like this. But nowadays, I think everyone kind of realized like, you know, people have like, they there might just be someone distracted. I mean, Chosu, right? You just became a dad. If your daughter just fucking starts crying and um, Dude, like she, you ta gotta... she tackles me, she tackles me all the time. Like I can't. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Get away from it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Chip <laughs> might just die for it. That's, a, that's yeah, like, the reality I, of I'm, things. I'm trying you to do like care a little less as you. Sorry, you just care a little less as you get older too, right? Like that. I think True. it's part of it. Just True. you age into being a little more wise. I want to know some stories from you, big FCs. Though, what's the maddest you've been at somebody recently? Yeah, I, I want to know like any any yelling instances. Ooh. You know what we I, I, before before we like you guys can keep thinking. Sorry, about sorry, it. Sorry. Let me just say let me just say one thing. I was thinking next year I'm gonna do like a uh, an, an award show, and that's one of the points I was thinking about the best the best fleet comms moment, right? The best rage, like the best FC rage. I don't know who would get it. I, I think that um, there's some couple names out there that are really good at that. But yeah, I mean, I've got see. I've got some top candidates that uh, that I think would would just be shoe wins. When you're in a group, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I don't think I would win that award because I think when you're in a group like Goons, you know, um, there's always new people every fleet you're auditioning for someone to come on your next fleet, and there's always someone who's brand new or brand newish. Um, one time I was flying with my group Reavers and I expect more out of them. Like it's a smaller, it's a smaller group, you know, and we fly higher skill doctrines and I expect a higher level of performance than I would in a main fleet. And we were fighting tests. This was a long time ago. So at the time Reavers could fight tests. This was in test was in um, maybe in Smother or dead rid sort of after they'd broken down after the 2013 war. And we were fighting their Proteuses. We were in Ishtars and we were clean, clean sweeping them. Like we were just, it was just like painting by FC <laughs> and I was in the zone. Like everyone in the fleet was in the zone 
and we were we were destroying them. We didn't lose a single ship. Like we lost a Rifter and a Vigil, and we were killing a bunch of Proteuses. And I was feeling really good. And then two Ishtars come up in the battle report, just like died in Ashford Bell, two of our Ishtars. And I kind of lose it because I was feeling so good. I'm like, yeah, we fucking destroyed them. We're so good. These guys suck. We're the best, blah, 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 right? And then I'm like, two Ishtars, two Ishtars. And the guy doesn't answer. And he comes back and like, like five minutes later. He's like, oh, my son fell and cut his face. I was like, oh, dude. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Oh, my good God. It was a really good lesson in why you should just not not act like that because your son falling and hurting himself is much more important than two stars in a game. Yeah. What What about you, Chasso? Uh Someone in the chat said you never, even, you never uh, met. I, I do, well, not, not so much anymore. I got pretty mad during the war. Uh for for various reasons, but you're welcome. Not like not mostly when I was doing the chemo fleets, uh, because oh, you know when when you're like set up to do a chemo fleet and then someone decloaks, yeah, yeah, someone decloaks and then suddenly you know you 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 fuck you fuck the run and then suddenly people are starting warping and you know sphere formation or whatever. Same with bombers, it. right? Yeah, so and it's sometimes things. the chance never comes in. That's the frustrating part. Yeah. You're waiting and waiting, and then when that dude but, fucks up, that's the moment. And you're fucking yeah. decloak. You're on a safe recloaking. You're doing yeah. something else. Right? Oh. Of, often, like even if it's, it's weird, like often a lot of times, like there are lots of like really important micro decisions that you make, and those can kind of build up into so something that ends up going wrong. But not necessarily like it's anyone's fault. It's just you know that you've, you've picked the wrong gate to set up on. You've, yeah. you know, you've just you know tried. Sometimes to, it goes to right too, though. Just, just yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, but probably the the, the maddest I've been actually is. Not in recent, recently anyway. Is is a? It wasn't really mad. It was more disappointed. So like we were setting up for some rockers. That's worse. Channeling in a dead already. Yeah, so we were setting some some, some rockers in stain. We I think we had eyes on like five rockers mining, and this is this is so this is really dumb. But so uh, the guys that we were working with, uh, they we I asked them to back probe us a route for us to get there. Uh, we were coming from to Calaval Expense, obviously. So we he finds a route, but it's like twenty jumps out. Of the target um, and like oh shit so he the, the group moves a time for us for us to be able to bridge um closer like six jumps out or something anyway so like uh, the, but the but they didn't have their own um they didn't have their own hard sign though insist like logged off insist or anything so we had to like first use one of their blocks bridges from uh, like 20 jumps away just to uh bring in bring in the hard sign onto a covert sign and then we could bridge our fleet right so we 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 start getting stuff moved. Like we move the sabers a few jumps out, get them logged off and stuff like that. Get everything prepared. We get onto the uh, blobs bridge, right? Um, and then, like when it comes time to bridge, we're like, dude, you need to bridge now. Like we need to get into system. We need to get into system. And the guy's like, I'm trying, I'm trying. And then it turns out this guy just forgot to fit a bridge module. Uh, <laughs> so we actually oh, couldn't no. get the hard sign. Like it took us like half an hour, 35 minutes to actually get our fleet just to the just to be, to be read in Titan. But the annoying thing is, right, so we, 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 we go by gate, we start chasing anyway, just to see, and we miss a raw call by, a, by a, like a ten, 10 seconds or something. Um, but <laughs> annoyingly, like when, when we actually went back home, uh, because it was rushed and we didn't have anything pre-prepared, three, jump, three jumps en route back home, like in, in exact same way that we, um, roughly the same way that we're coming back from, you know, that, that we arrived, arrived from. It was actually a drifter hole exit that we could have used <laughs> but we just we, but we just we just didn't prove it out. And oh. At that point, I was just like, "Oh man, just like just we rolled the dice. They just didn't work in our favor." Yeah. <laughs> when it comes to those complicated things, like 
oh, you have to take this one more route to this one more to take the one more route to this spot to then take the time bridge to this uh, thingy, and then yeah. you have to burn six jumps. That's already where I said, like, nah, thanks, dude. Five like, rockers, awesome, fine. Like, We're gonna take one involved. of them, but you know. Yeah, I mean, it it would have worked really well, and I think if we actually like had things, you know. The guy with the bridge module would have been fine, <laughs> but that one True. like crucial mistake just <laughs> just spent you know just sent me into a bit of a depressed mode. But uh, <laughs> yeah, don't think that happened. How about the shiny boy? I know the shiny boy enjoys some rage every now and then. That is an absolute <laughs> lie. I never rage. I'm probably the calmest I've seen Eve. Uh, you know what's funny about you? You rage, but then also five minutes later you feel really bad about it. So. It's uh, it's yeah. the little things, right? Like people not anchoring. Like if you land on a on a grid in Munins, you kind of need your fleet to be where you are so that you. And can, then there's ten um, dudes just falling asleep and on the boat. It's just like, oh look, the sun. I'm gonna burn closer to it and see what it's really like. And uh, go ahead, Asher. Sorry, I was just thinking about exactly what you're saying there about they they need to anchor on you. Do you guys have different experiences in different time zones, like? The quality of people anchoring up and, and just fleet members doing better and worse in, in specific time zones. I zone. do. You know what? AU time zone. What, what worst, about right? the AU time zone? The worst. No, 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 no. Wait a second. Oh, the AU time... the I, I would say our AU time zone is the calmest on comms always. And now every time I do an AU time zone fleet, I always tell them, like, guys, why are you so quiet? Nobody, they're just having a chat because, like, at the moment, I'm just doing, like, 30-man fleets, 40-man fleets, you know, I kind of limit them. So we can have a chat. We can just, like, hang out and talk a little bit and stuff, and someone can tell a story. Who cares, right? But then they're so quiet, and every time I'm like, guys, what's going on? Is is any, everything all right? Are you done? Like, no, they just don't talk. I never, I never had bad experience, though. Ours is really cosmopolitan. So we have, like, Australian, New Zealand, Chinese, you know, Japanese, Koreans. Oh, right. So you have people with and Russians too, like especially Siberian Russians, right? Like, and then you have people up late in the US, up early in EU. So you have like a whole melange of different languages and sort of different expectations. And like, I feel like Russians, if you aren't screaming at them as the FC, they don't think you're involved at all. Um, and the Chinese are sort of like, if if you aren't telling them they're doing a bad job, they feel like they're not doing a good job. <laughs> but like there's like <laughs> all these different cultural yeah, expectations wow. of fleet members. And like if I go into into EU time zone, like US time zone, my comms are awful. I talk a lot. I let people talk a lot. And it lets it some people are so annoyed by this, but I like to just have a little free flowing conversation. And when we get in a fight, everyone shut up and pay attention. But in EU, it's like you could hear a pin drop. It's so quiet. And I'm like, guys, are you there? <laughs> do you want to talk about like weird dutch people like what's going on let's do it let's 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 do something please you know in when we were coordinating and i would join your comms during the war i don't know how you fucking i know were you able to do anything but just but like you couldn't even hear the other fcs even with priority it's just like fucking people talking about walmart and all this shit <laughs> shines do you remember bliss do you remember bliss like when first fuzzy stuff was introduced bliss pushed us pushed all the fcs to go and help goons with the um, with the test run in what was it providence right we did like this test kind of you know invade providence for fun and and see how all the mechanics work and stuff and he pushed us to join the comms 
so we do co-art with like all the other FCs in Imperium and stuff, right? And the first day, I think Bliss wasn't around on the first day, we did it and we reported back like, dude, we can't do this. It's too much. Like it, like yeah. the chit chat and all that. And he's like, nah, nah, it's fine. Second day, Bliss shows up, he, he does it. And then this, the third day, he's like, no, no, fuck this. We're doing our own comms. <laughs> it was so chaotic. We could yeah, not handle it. When he's, when he's watching the green text flow by, and, and he's like, how do you see something? He's like, I just see red dress or whatever. That's me with our comms. I'm just hearing 85 streams and pulling out what I need. I just can't do that. Like, what kills me, like, you'll be, like, the FC channel will be talking. Yeah. And nobody else talks, right? The entire fleet is is quiet, and that's cool. Except that one guy who doesn't realize that for some reason nobody else is talking. So yeah. he talks. And he doesn't fucking stop talking. I just yeah. don't listen to him. Like, I just tuned that one guy out. Like, you've got to select the hearing. Like, in these big fights, when you have, you've got your main comps, like your, your fleet and the people who are talking to you from your fleet. Then you have literally sometimes 10 other fleets on global, each trying to pass around information. Like, if you are listening to all those words actively, you'll never accomplish anything. You have to, like, hear bomb, <laughs> you know, sign out. You just have to listen to little keywords and let everything else sort of flow passively through, like, your subconscious, or else it'll never happen. I think so that's a crazy skill. I think this is a... Because there were so many different groups uh, in, in, in Pappy. Like, this was a big problem. So that usually what you'd have... I can only like imagine. Someone, yeah, someone who was appointed as, like, the translator. So they would, like, t take take useful bits of information from coordination comms and then just feed that to you so you actually can <laughs> <Yes>. mute. <laughs> you could imagine. Mute I was going to say, like, you imagine this having is... to have a translator to play EVE? Holy hell. <laughs> this is why yeah. DPRB is probably the best FC the game has ever seen. Not because he makes, like, tactically sound decisions, but, like, if you try to spy on any of his fleets or, like, uh, anything like that, <laughs> even if you're good at, like, tuning out voices, because I'm, like, really good at tuning people out, like, you just cannot... He just does not stop talking. Like he was just a uh, whiz of defense. He's putting out thousands of rounds down yeah, range yeah. every second. <laughs> there's, a, there's a great clip on 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 YouTube of DBR on on our YouTube actually of DBRB trying to get through a gate during the war, and it's fucking hilarious. Mm, it's like mm -hmm. you've seen it. It's so funny because yeah. Cricket actually Cricket keeps grab, grabbing him every time. Yeah. He's just like blaming. Like he's like, oh, I'm gonna get through this time. I'm gonna get through this time. These guys can't catch me. They're shit. <laughs> and then every single time, he's a fun dude right but, yeah, but i tell you what i talked about him like someone brought his name up yesterday or two days ago in my discord actually and um i think boat is underrated in some aspect when it's serious he was a decent bomber fc and people are just like oh it's just boat because he's always like playing that jolly funny guy you know but when it comes to the like before the the two big bomb runs we had in the in the one DQ defense kind of stuff, he actually was the owner of the biggest bomb run ever. Just saying, right? It, and it's better to be under, especially as a bomber FC, where like you can literally wipe out a whole fleet. Yeah, you gotta and, take and, it like, serious, dude. And the thing is, like, if people under, and people underestimate him all the time, like yep. enemy FCs, enemy people. Oh, it's just boat. Like, like yeah, that's all well and good. But if he lines up that money shot bomb run. And your fleet is vaporized. It's still gone, even if Boat did it to you. Boat is an unstoppable force of nature. Like uh, I <laughs> managed to get him. Like uh, there was a point when like the goons were at their weakest uh, after like the North fell. Like the way way back uh, when they were just chilling in Declan, and everyone else was like, "Can't stop the boat." Yeah, and there were he was getting like thirty people in fleet, and he would still form like with the same vigor 
as if he had like a, a thousand man fleet behind him and he'd still do dumb shit and like be successful. He was just relentless. Like everyone else would be like, oh man, I'm tired of doing this boring shit. It takes like five times longer because I don't get the people. And Bo's just like, let's do it. <laughs> let's let's go out. If you jump, you die. You know that story of that um, student who came in late to uh, his college class and the professor had written some unsolvable math problems on the board and he just did them. He did he solved them because he didn't know they were supposed to be unsolvable. Yeah. That's that's boat right there for you. You're either gonna get <laughs> the unsolvable solved or just gibberish. Just gibberish back, but he's gonna do it. He definitely has the energy, right? Yeah. The, the, right challenge, the challenge in fighting boat is you never know what he's gonna do. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't know what he's gonna that do. Is so very true. <laughs> yeah, it's really hard to predict him. Don't right. worry, it's just as scary for the blue fleets as it is for your fleet. <laughs> <laughs> that is also very true. All right, guys. Uh, before, like, I wanted to go over the list, uh, like, month by month. But before we do that, uh, how about, like, your personal highlights of this year? Um, like, can be anything, right? It can be, like, a specific event. It can be uh, like an ongoing kind of process or whatever, you know, it can be anything really. Like, so what was your highlight uh, of the year? Let's start with, um, I think with the easy one. Actually, there's two easy ones. No, there's three easy ones, actually. <laughs> but I, I mean, this should be pretty I, easy. Yeah, yeah I, can, I can predict at least, I can predict three already. I can predict four. I can only, I cannot predict shines all too easily. But everyone else is kind of obvious now that I think about it. All right, let's start with uh, Chasu. How about you? So my, yeah, my highlight is like I became a father three months ago. Um, Congratulations. Thank you very much. Yeah. Nice. So um, it's been really fun, but uh, it's also a lot of hard work. So uh, I've uh, unfortunately I'm not been able to you know, spend as much time uh, on Eve as I've liked it lately. But uh, now that my daughter's calming down a little bit, I'm, uh, I'm getting on a little bit more. So it's been really, really nice. And also like the corp has been really supportive and stuff like that. So. In a few it's years, fair. you could have her do her chores, like, you know, put the dishes away and go mine some uh, Mercoxes. Yeah, well, yeah, like a little Rockle or something. That's, that's, what, <laughs> yeah. that's what she'll be doing. No, I'm not sure what Rockle is, maybe a subcap, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, you know, just like, the meme. But um, I guess, like, in EVE, it would probably be the doing the uh, the AT for the first time. Uh, that was really fun. Even though we got demolished and knocked out <laughs> straight away, uh, it was still uh, really fun just to train up a team and fly with them and just also do the scrims. They were, they were great fun, so... Over those those two events were the highlights. You know that kind of that kind of straight away leads to Casper, right? Very easy <laughs> one. That must be the AT, right? Well, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna say winning the AT obviously was high on there, but something not so well known. Um, actually, just the announcement the AT was back is probably even higher. I had unsubbed everything. Casper was unsubbed. Oh. I had given away um, most of everything, and I was pretty done with with this video game that we're not talking about. And then this announcement came up, and the first reaction was, son of a beep, 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 now I got to get some money. So I had to, like, work and get some money back to, like, fund and everything. But, you know, just the fact that it was back was probably a bigger highlight than even winning it, just because, you know, it gave me a reason to play. And our whole group, actually, like, energized everything. The whole tournament scene was was pretty cool. So that was even bigger for me than winning it. How many, how many of the, like, high-level AT guys are actually like playing for the at only you think like you know what i mean like yeah, yes yeah, yeah. you do stuff on the side but that's not really the focus like how many what do you say like percentage wise 
Well, our group's pretty small. Are you talking about just our group or like the whole kind of... I mean, you know, there's like, let's say, two, three, four teams, right? That are always high level competing with each other. So that kind of group, right? The guys yeah. that, that are like always in the finals, like, basically. The head honchos definitely always come back. Um, the biggest one, I think, that didn't really come back this year was Suleiman. Um, but most everybody, like for our team, Hart, Duncan, uh, Kadesh was unbanned. But like our head honchos all came back and they don't do anything but play on tournaments and you don't even see them. So we had to like tell them what trade guns were. Yeah. We had to <laughs> tell them what command deskies were. We had to tell them about link changes. We had to tell them about all these things that they had never seen. That was fun like, too, first probably. Month, the first month and a half of, of tournament for us was just reteaching these nerds what like spooling guns were and all this nonsense. So oh, yeah, it, yeah, it was yeah. definitely a fun experience. You know, it's super impressive. And this is something that always caught me is like the people who only play Eve for the AT are always on their game. Like if I stop FCing for a week, I have to take some time to, to get back into the swing of things. But to see guys like not play for a year and then come back and just get straight back into it and then win is crazy. Yeah. So uh, it's definitely a lot of practice, right? It's a lot of behind the scenes practice. They're, these guys, uh, I'm going to get yelled at this. They're complete dog shit when they first show up on the <laughs> server, straight up the arena. And he's like, what I do? So uh, it might look like that because, you know, we show up tuned by tournament time. But in the background, honestly, it, it's just a shit show for the first month and a half. Real talk. How many how many hours would you say that you put in just to practice before the uh, AT actually started? Like from 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 it, from it being announced to um so from the time that the rule set was dropped and i forgot yeah. what month that was elise might be able to say it uh we were practicing so only like practicing not the theory behind three times a week and then the two weeks before the tournament went to every day hmm. so i don't know what that is how long a day hours, but, like, uh, four hours four hours a day but it, it's definitely some time we did some maths if you had one oracle pilot you know back when oracles yeah. were good <laughs> Would one you have... oracle pilot makes more money than winning the AT if you put that amount of hours into it. <laughs> that is insane. Yeah. You but, can't buy swagger with Oracles. True story. But if you would rock on mine for that long, over that period of time, you'd be insane too, right? It's like... Yeah. I know. I, I guess you uh, you still chose the, the lesser evil. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that was an easy one too. Um, how about Asha? What was your highlights this year? You think? M mm. two. Uh, actually, no. Well, the first M two was actually technically last year. Um, um, only the second one was this year, and that was a turkey shoot. So, um, I, I actually I'm big into Shadowfortis, so I'd say I'm thankful for enemies who will say things before they happen like your idea is dumb or that will never work because that those kind of personalities make things so much better everyone loves when you know an enemy person says oh this is a terrible doctrine and then loses to it or make whatever. it work yeah yeah it, those, it is those, those moments are, are really rewarding they're actually much better so uh you're defined by what you struggle against so i'm, I'm thankful for for good enemies <laughs> those are much more better than uh, much better than good moments you know what that reminds me i didn't even think about it but you know i i kind of like the the moment that 
would be in in my memory from this year would probably be the bomb runs even though mm. you know especially the second one it wasn't the sexiest it was like it was pretty bad set up but like if you do the math like it all worked out but um you know but it was also Chosu, remember we were on uh talking to Siku like two days yeah. before then the comment mm -hmm. from PGL that's exactly what you said Asha right comment from PGL mm -hmm. imagine being a top alliance and you don't have a bomber FC and then two days later we wipe out like an entire fleet and then the same day again we do the biggest bomb in EVE history basically right that was kind of fun that was kind of I cannot I cannot deny it like at the end of the day like yes um you know, the second run wasn't the sexiest run I've ever done, but it kind of was the worst right? bomb run ever. <laughs> <laughs> and we had to laugh. Actually, results, right? Just for the fun of it, I actually put on like the the comms. Like I put on uh, on another video of it with our FC comms, where Shine's like, "What the fuck? How? How?" Right? And I'm like, my first reaction was like, "Yeah, actually, that was actually a really bad one." But then if you go back, like I did stagger the the squats and all that stuff, and the math works out. But man, a lot of luck need, was needed. And mistakes on the puppy side, obviously. You know. But yeah, I, I had a similar yeah. moment. We uh, when they were doing really well with blaster harpies, those blarpies. Um, with the yeah, with the I anti fighter our, fighters. Yeah, I told our guys to get SSF fighters, and we're gonna just nuke the harpies. And uh, some FCs probably PGL was the loudest, but some FCs on the puppy side were just saying that's the dumbest idea ever. And this is the quality of enemy that we're fighting, and then just got demolished by it. That was yeah. like a very satisfying moment because they, like, when I'm fighting against what I usually try not to say any like big statements before anything happens. Um, it, but I, I'm thankful that there are people who do that. Thank you so but much. But then, but then you could also make the argument: what are the chances that I don't know who said it? Might have been uh, Piggles, might have been someone else. But maybe he was aware. Oh, shit, that's the counter, and he was trying to kind of. He was like double playing. Yeah, he was like trying, trying exactly. To He's just like trying to reverse your opinion on it just by like like making a Reddit thread. Ha ha! Look at these idiots, right? So maybe it, hopefully yeah, you it, wouldn't do it. I, I didn't think about that, but if PGL says something's not going to work, you're going to be like, "Well, he doesn't know what he's talking about." So I will continue to do it. So if you had someone else do it, <laughs> he's not that bad on FC. No, no, I, he's my favorite FC, actually, so I don't uh, <laughs> I'm dead serious. PGL is my favorite FC in the game. Like, there is, you know, there is no better combination of all the traits that I enjoy in FC than PGL. Dude, it, the dude is fun. I, yeah, whenever, exactly. I, yeah, whenever I have him on, uh, it's always fun to talk to him, too. Like, we had him on uh, before the war, during the war, after M2, actually, right? You remember the first timer? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, Chosu, we had the discussion, I'm pretty sure it was you, that you know who is actually the winner of the first timer leading to the second timer because nobody knew yet what's going to happen right and your point was like well um we didn't lose i think you lost two times less or so i forgot what the first time was exactly but um you, like our times are all positioned already and you guys have the freedom of positioning and all that stuff and i was like well technically the the uh, the side that doesn't lock in after downtime lost right that's that was my argument right like if you don't log after after long time you lost and you're like well why we didn't have to and then the second time i came in uh and i talked to um to pickles and said like hey whatever happens we we gotta have a, a chat afterwards right mm -hmm. and he agreed and then you know obviously disaster happened for his side 
and uh, he did come come on and we talked about that it was pretty fun uh, it was pretty fun so yeah you know Dude, that was horrific like i i literally bought a titan 30 minutes before the actual fight oh no I, I jumped in just died straight away oh, <laughs> oh my god oh no yeah. i loaded and like the rest 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 of my corp actually managed to like ghost titan shit out yeah. so but it was just me <laughs> no me and another guy I think so. I remember when I got my first carrier, and this was when the carrier was a little more prestigious. I lost it about 25 minutes after I received it. So I can't really imagine what the first Titan losing it 30 minutes after you get it feels like. How long after you jumped in did you like, did you know before you loaded that that it was probably done, or, or was there, like, how long was it before you guys kind of said, this is already over? I guess. Well, I actually didn't. I I actually didn't check the grid. Uh, I had to, I had an alt in system, but I I was warping over at the time that we actually went in. Mm. Once we loaded grid, though, and I saw where we were, um, it was like, oh shit, you know, it's done. Um, just because on, on on comms, you saw everyone being like, you know, I've DC'd. I'm still in T5Z. All this shit. Like I'm taking damage, but I'm I'm on I'm on the I'm on the I'm on the keep star in T5Z. You know, like uh, all this random. Yeah. Random shit was happening, and uh, at that point, you know, yeah, the grid's fucked. But um, you know, yeah. like, say the server had worked right effectively, like, just say it was deep tie dye, but normal, huge tie dye like thing. If, if if that happened, you still can have these giant fights swing on one tiny thing, and for us, that one tiny thing was your insinos warped uncloaked from the fortizar yeah. to the yeah, spot yeah. and cloaked in war but in tie-dye i mean it's you you know so we were moving all those fighters those heavy fighters before you the sun is yeah, yeah, lit yeah, yeah. yeah. and I so even that, that was a yeah that was a major mistake i mean per personally i would have if it was me i, I would have gone on the fortizar obviously it's much less like yeah it, that was that that was but, the only option. That was yeah, literally your only but option. But the, the thing is also like to counter that going on the Fortizar is that you then risk having your fleet separated by bubbles and all this shit, and it's much harder to get. Not just you know because you, it's not just like a single alliance or a couple alliances. It's many alliances that are all sharing yeah. the same comms. Getting all those different FCs to like warp things over correctly to the right spot is yeah. Is, 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 you is know a big challenge. what I thought you guys gonna do is jump in on the fort, align over. And then throw your own bubbles that you have prepared yeah, to then use the, the bubble yeah. drag trick that we used on gates all yep. the time. Or right? warp through bubbles, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, at least you, you kind of land in the right spot. And then, you know, some people get bumped. If you lose a Titan or two or five, who gives a shit at this point? It's right? a rounding error with that one, yeah. But it's, it's, it's that's like, what I thought you were going to do. But like, it was so, that's why I like, um like an hour before the timer you guys lit the sign up but like i don't i don't know an hour and a half i was like they don't have enough time to do that right so i yeah. thought it's not happening but i will uh, say this yeah. this is something that sorry chance i was just gonna say i think the circumstance though is just kind of it, it even coming in on the ford it wouldn't have it, exactly what chasa said there was just too much yeah. to have to deal with like as soon as one side hits grid first that that kind of decides it like especially with the numbers both sides had. Yeah. I don't know in hindsight what what could have been uh, the the right call. Maybe just say like guys, you just Blue balls. Yeah. <laughs> well, blue balls. <laughs> I don't know if that was an option either. Then you're trapped there. But no, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, ended up it's rough. Anyway. It, was, it was a bad situation no matter what. I will say this, this is one thing 
that everyone who's participated in those battles from a leadership level has is that there is no situation I'm aware of in a video game with that level of tension, buildup, and release, either positive or negative, over a long period of time. Like, you can be in an amazing fight in any of the video game, dogfight, you know, battle at a MOBA, whatever. Like, or, or a PvP fight in, in, in EVE, like, with a ET ship. Like, if it blows up, you're really upset. But that fight takes five minutes, you know what I mean? It's five minutes of pure terror, whereas the intensity of the level where, like, multiple days are happening between these fights and you're prepping full-time, all your free time is spent prepping for the next fight, and then... That's the fun part, though, the prepping part, I gotta say. Oh, yeah, no, but I'm saying that is something that if you haven't been in, like, a leadership position for those fights, there's no experience like it, like, in video games. It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist anywhere else. Yeah, all the ideas that we were thrown around, like, what could be done, right? What if they warp over too bunched up? Like, how about some real fucking lancing action, right? Like, imagine 50, 100 titans just lancing shit. Ooh, the sexiness of those, like, ah, that gets me excited, <laughs> you, you know, it's like, I'm not the capital guy, Shines knows that very well, <laughs> but hey, when it comes to, like, special boosts and shit, like, oh, man, that's, uh, yeah, Ando, you know. doesn't want to know anything about capitals until there's it's a fucking skill true. shot that he can, like, abuse. <laughs> <laughs> that's very true. Elise, I got a question for you, just, I don't remember if you were CCP by, at this time, but any, like, were CCP freaking out in the background, knowing all this that, that was going on, and seeing the result of this if people were stuck or was it just like ah, it is what it is nothing we can do about it uh i mean i i think they they were like I, for some of the ones they were watching like in real time um uh, for the first m2 fight i know there are some C- i wasn't a ccpr then um but uh, i know there are ccpers who were in titans in that fight uh because they were talking about it uh after i joined like some ccpers lost titans in the first m2 but they thought it was like bonkers amazing because that's like that's a once in a lifetime fight where everything just kind of fell together for some up, yeah. ridiculous reason. Like it makes no sense that that fight happens. Like it, strategically, who gives a shit about M two? Uh, that's like the fourth keep star that was shot. Like no one really thought it was going to happen. And then like one side showed up, and the other side were like, "What's going on here?" And then they <laughs> jumped in, and they just had this amazing fight. Uh, and the second one was uh, slightly less amazing. Like similar to to Pando, I thought it was like, it, like I did not think it was gonna happen, just based on like an hour and a half before the fight. Like only one side had like gone in, so I was like, oh, I was like, I, I had uh, I was doing coverage for talking stations, I think, and I was like, yeah, there's like zero chance this fight's gonna happen. And then a Sino pops, and I'm like, oh, okay, I guess I'm just a bad FC. Like I did not uh, guess. Oh, this is going to go work at all. I mean, that was the thing for that first fight is, you know, we, at least I kept saying that if there's no jammer, we're going to fight, right? And that was the first time that we had any chance of, you know, controlling the jammer. And we, we didn't control it, but we had enough, you know, to get in and start the, you know, the action. And once we did that, I'm like, we're push, push in, you like push the chips in because I mean, I, I was saying it for months and I had meant it every time. And there were a lot of people being like, oh, you know, you're just posturing, right? I'm like, no, I'm not. If we if we can like not be jammed out, we will go. And so we were I never had a second of reservation that for that. Like I was like, let's go in. Now, we were loading into a keep star, so if like if we hadn't liked exactly what we saw, I wouldn't even say exactly. I would but it would say if we if it was really bad for us, then we could have just said, All right, everyone dock up and, and then blue balls again, right? But but it was it, we were willing to take a fight 
that we felt was disadvantageous to us. To it's sort of like those when they dropped the Keepstars in NPC Delve, and we we lost a lot more in ISK than a Keepstar is worth to blow those up. But it wasn't about the ISK, and that fight was also not about the ISK. If we had if we had like lost, you know, twenty more Titans than they had, but we had you know made a stand like that was that was a fine like thing for us, and so that we came out. I think we ended up like three ahead at the final count. That was like amazing for us. We were really pleased with that. The uh, and I don't want to go backtrack too much, but like the my favorite fights in that entire war were were the uh, like the NPC like the YZ nine uh, like keep stars the trying to fests. online because like the meta changed every two days. Like every yeah. two days, <laughs> these FCs were like trying completely new tactics. The first one was just like throw everything we got at it. The second one was like uh, I can figure out how to do this a little bit cheaper. Uh, a little bit more efficiently. And the you know third what? one was like, I know exactly what I have to do every two minutes. It was, uh, and it was insane. It was so hard. Remember, Asher, like at, on the first time, or maybe like the first two or whatever, I tried to convince you so hard that like, let's just us do the DPS and you just cover and then get them stuck yeah. in a fight and stuff. But you're like, no, no, we can't do it. And then it got expensive, right? Because we were all just busy hitting the t- and and Papi had like all the time in the world and just like free reign and just kill everything. The, the, the math doesn't work. Like if, if the Keepstar took, you know, 10% of the damage that, you know, that it needed to take, and then initiative could just shoot it and would easily pause it fully. But for whatever reason, when you get in that deep tie dye, you need like a thousand times, or yeah, like a thousand times more damage than you, than it than the numbers would say to get a full pause. For whatever reason, yeah. But like, we refined our approach after what, and you know, chance before you say anything, uh, that was also funny. Like I already took like a little bit of a like a backseat like during the war. You know, I was more like a, of a supportive FC. We had enough FCs anyway. But then suddenly for those fights, like, yeah, Pando, you, you go do it, right? It's like, okay, I, I'm the guy who's, like, going to feed, like, a trill worth of ravens now, yeah? It's like, <laughs> so unfair. The fun yeah. part that I found for that was that you're trying these different things, and, and then you can just hear the change on comms where it's like, fuck, it starts ending in dreads. So it's a dread of <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I yeah, also remember Bliss that. coming back saying like, yeah. "Stop feeding those dreads." I'm like, "Dude, we're almost there. We gotta feed one more and another yeah, one when, and another when one." You're done ninety percent of the dreads. Like when you're ninety yeah. percent of the way on a thirteen-hour fight, you can't just stop. Like you're you're in for a penny, in for a pound. There. Yeah. That was actually one of those really good moments. You know, when people, like I said, when people say you have a dumb idea, was I? We actually tried to do this when they were one jump out of Delve. And I set up all these bookmarks for bombers to bomb the Keepstar. And I do not understand, especially then, I didn't understand sharing bookmarks. And some really enterprising spy. I spent 13 minutes, sorry, 13 hours burning bookmarks around the Keepstar that they dropped. Spent 13 hours doing it. Stayed up all night. I shared the bookmarks. And then some enterprising spy on their end, we'll never know who, I don't think, because there's not a log of this, just realized that I just shared the folder basically <laughs> with full rights and they went boop and deleted it and they deleted 13 hours of my work five minutes before it started yeah i, I have funny. not been more distracted but what was really nice was that uh a lot of the pappy people came out and said bombing the cube star looks like the dumbest idea ever and by the fifth one they were bubble wrapping it to stop all the bombers like specifically <laughs> to stop the bombers so it was that was one of the things where i was like yes Yes, really happy with that one. Yeah, and then the scepter meta. 
Right. Just like to mention what one of those keep stars that died was actually called the Cap F star, and oh, it was yeah. uh, it was it was named after us uh, because we had like a they say like an unpaid debt from fraternity, and uh, we were very disappointed that you guys killed that one. <laughs> That's an edge. Yeah. What was uh, it? But to get us back on track, yeah, I will, the year I review. We're, we're an hour into the year in review. Exactly, we haven't, exactly. We haven't even started yet. <laughs> we're on the previous year. Like the obviously the things that I'm like uh, really happy <laughs> happy for. Uh, a, I joined CCB. That's really really fun. Uh, people might think I'm bullshitting, but uh, it's incredibly incredibly rewarding to wake up, go to a job that you don't hate. Uh, you have fun. I probably read the Eve subreddit more than anyone else at the company, and I still. Find joy in my day, so uh, that wow. should tell you how, <laughs> that how is nice pretty it is. Impressive. Uh, also, Reykjavik is a beautiful country. I moved here in uh, the beginning of September from Florida. Uh, it's not that, miserable in, in winter. It's not so bad, man. Like uh, it was, man. it was really pleasant. I don't know why these uh, these crazy Icelanders say it's so bad. I will say that in two days. Uh, the sun will only be up for uh, roughly eighty minutes, so uh, that's that's kind of a weird downer. Uh, my second favorite thing uh, of the year, I'll just go real quick, is the Alliance Ornament coming back. Like uh, CCP Aurora had pretty much already finalized the project before I even got in the door, but being able to take part in it from like a CCP level, uh, her and I did basically all of the work for the points, and it was like, oh shit, is the meta gonna suck? Is it gonna be like the same setup that wins every time? And we we're just like super worried about how that was gonna play out, and to have that not be a shit show was amazing. Uh, watching just like the level of talent in the the teams was just so rewarding. Um, yeah, and, and it was it was really 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 good. And the third thing that I'm really grateful for is uh, Jay Amazingness. Uh, yesterday taught me how to turn off Wibble pings. <laughs> <laughs> Can you teach me how to do that? Uh, he pinged it out to everyone. Uh, but yeah, yeah the, the, that, the last one's kind of a joke, but not really. Uh, that was really nice to, to get those turned <laughs> off. All right. Then how about Shiny Boy? I think we covered uh, Yeah, I've got two. The, the first one, I guess the serious one, is uh, the 2nd of August when uh, the war was basically coming to an end. The fleets had all gone into the 1DQ constellation. We uh, we had killed the brave Tengu fleet, and we chased off the Ncidat Poki fleet in the constellation, and then we bridged into T five Zi and set up a camp on the uh, on the one D on the one DQ gate to cut off reinforcements. Uh, so that was already cool enough. That but relief, then, right. yeah, we got the we got word that the 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 first keep star had started on anchoring, and just the relief, mm. uh, just because. There would have been so much pressure and tension and you know, all these things throughout the year with the war. And it was like everything just got lifted at once when we knew that the war was kinda coming to an end. Uh and I, I didn't stop smiling until I think it was about two days later, I was still smiling. Yeah. Yeah, you, you sent me some nude photos that time, first and only time it was <laughs> I, I just feel happy you were Wait, yeah, you didn't you send, send it to back. him too? What the fuck? <laughs> The second one was the Alliance second tournament. Button. We uh, <clears throat> we put a team in, got absolutely fucking deleted in the first round, the first <laughs> match. And uh, was it Casper? No, it wasn't. no, it was, uh, psychotic tendencies. 
came out with a video then for the next uh, for the finals where uh, I featured heavily in it. So that kind of made me happy as well. Uh, we have some <laughs> yeah, we have some history with tissue for sure. Their yeah. local wasn't, wasn't it like a, wasn't was, it, was good. Wasn't it a meme comp that one as well? It was the, oh for yeah it was yeah. the uh, it was a Slepner rush we were in oh, like right. TFIs yeah, yeah. and okay. stuff yeah, yeah we just got fucking demolished. Well yeah, you can't can't all be uh, you know a winner. <laughs> it's like that's how it goes. Someone gotta lose those matches. Yep. But, Could yeah. we like engineer a situation where we have like two sets of enemies, one system apart with keep stars in both systems, because that was fun. Not necessarily the rest of it, but just being directly next door, you could undock, jump one gate, and there was probably a gate camp, or like you could at least shake your shake your caracol's tail end a little bit and get some people to try and come tackle you like whenever you wanted, just on demand. That was fun. The rest of it, maybe less so, but I like that I part. I thought it was pretty quiet for what, like how many people yeah. were involved, to be quite honest. I think like everybody... often, often there were spats where like the only content that I had for myself was just to fit up a like a, a probing bomber and just tackle shuttles that were just pinging around and making purchase and shit. I think I think in one yeah. one day I killed like in, in a two hour period I killed like seventeen shuttles just by decloaking on them. Yeah, every now and then, them. every now and then I took the, over like a super like a, a below twenty five like a bush kicky fleet kind of right yeah. and just like you know clean up the grid a little bit and sometimes it was really fun sometimes it was stressful as fuck and but like in general i thought it wasn't as busy as you would expect if the two like like let's say 80 percent of nullsec are just one jump from each other i would have expected yeah. more to be honest you couldn't like if you formed a real fleet then they would form a real fleet but also ping for their carriers so now you're like well i can't let them form carriers without us forming because if they get the drop on us then we're not formed so we ping the carriers and like so then they ping goons are forming carriers logging your supers we're like well we can't let them form supers without us getting our titans online so there was actually sort of a self like simmer down mechanism where you had to like be like i'm just in a caracal fleet we're just here to have a little fun please don't form your carriers yeah, yeah. but then there's that one guy who jumps over with a hard red reapproaches just to yes. poke him <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh my god no yeah well I don't know. I, I don't think that's everyone's uh, kind of thing. Like, um, I wouldn't say no to it, but I, I don't remember that as like the, the ultra like content, to be honest. Uh, I'd, I'd rather have like more medium sized groups. And I, you know what? I thought about doing like making a list of like alliances that actually disbanded this year just to give them the last shout out. But I honestly, like, I didn't remember all of them. I do remember, like, now Evictus because it's so recent, right? But um, I don't know some other alliances that disbanded over the year. And merging to, you know, bigger groups, I think that's a little bit of a sad de a development, which from the start, which was my biggest point against this war, um, when it was first announced, I was like, dudes, what are you doing? Like, you're, you're pushing everyone into those big groups, including us, right? I kept saying that. I'm like, dude, you always asked, why is Enid still an Imperium? Like, this is why. This is why, guys, right? There's, it's just like, I don't ravine. get it. There's a ravine in Eve, and you've got people like Casper who are small enough that there's no punishing him, right? You can't, he can just go somewhere else, right? And then you've got people like Horde, like goons who are big and the gap between them, the ravine, when you're small enough 
uh, that you cannot defend yourself, but big enough to be noticed and be a threat, it's really hard to jump the chasm. It's really hard to cross that. And I don't know that there's actually human nature being what it is. I don't know that there's a way to stably form those groups and not have them be hoovered up by, you know, the smaller, sorry, the larger groups, because I don't think there's a stable arrangement with medium groups because it always makes sense. If you're a medium group, you're fighting another medium group and you're losing, you either lose or you ally with someone. But once you ally with someone, the other group you're fighting also allies with someone. It always leads to this bigger arrangement. Yeah. And I don't think it exists except in our heads. Well, so the thing is, you like what Eve would need then to counter that is there needs to be m more new smaller and medium groups coming up that then, you know, replace the medium group that just became bigger by like affiliating themselves with like uh, a coalition or whatever, right? So you yeah, need I mean, like uh, new stuff to replace it. That's basically. From my time in Eve, like every time a, a medium group is like vanished into the wayside, it's just because they've had like the due to keep the alliance running and the people who create the content day to day, like they just have one or two people just are like, ah, I can't do it anymore. Like uh, I'm done. Uh, and no one kind of like fills in that void. So they're just like, well, the remaining guys can do five times more work or we can just join our friends over here. And that's what happens. Like it's, uh, like you said, Ben, like we just need new blood coming in to like kind of fill fill in those gaps. Because uh, even if those medium sized groups are impermanent, if they exist for like even a few months, they create so much fun content. Like we saw it when uh, when the war broke out and all those groups kind of moved into like the north, uh, and they just kind of goofed around. Uh, they were all medium sized. They had a good good amount of fun. Uh, they were like flavor of the month for a few months, and then. Like one or two dudes left, and they're just like, "Hey, gotta close up shop. See you guys later." Yeah. All right. Um, all right. Should we actually start with the recap with the stuff that I wrote down <laughs> that we were actually, you know, how, how long are, is uh, we in an hour twelve in? Right. <laughs> Let's see. Um, we're just gonna run through this. Maybe you've got some interesting points about stuff, um, and then you know. You know, just interrupt me. But I'm just gonna go down the list that I made. Um and let's see. Alright. So in January, M2 is on the list. We talked about M2 already. Way too much probably. Uh, but then also Fleet Finder changes. That might not impact a lot of people, but I think like uh Bionby and like people that do MPSI fleets and Jitter and stuff, I think that might have had like a a pretty uh, positive impact actually. Um because it's way easier for for people in you know wherever to find like open fleets and shit like this, right? And then, um, I'm I'm not sure why I wrote down war bonds in January. Was it in January where we first started war bonds? Yeah, immediately after M two. <laughs> yeah, true. That's why I wrote it down. <laughs> Which like. You know, was also an interesting thing, development in the whole war, I think, right? That we start war bonds. Uh, I think that's actually one of the... Isn't that one of the most interesting things that, like, that is the thing that will probably be written the most about out of this war, is war bonds, because economists are going to want to study that, right? Like, that'll be, that'll be something where it has a real-world impact, and probably people will be talking about that five or ten years from now, citing it, you know, in secondary papers. 
uh, after we're done talking about this war pretty much ourselves. I don't I don't know if it's the the most talked about but it's definitely like a very interesting if you compare to 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 the real life. There's definitely a connection there, right? How much isk was raised for the war bonds? I think I think we raised I think we raised 18 or 20 trillion. I think somewhere around there. That's a fucking It'll, number. It's a lot of money. Yeah. So are these like donations or do you no, it's a bond you that we so you pay interest pay on. at some point. Yeah, or... yeah. Right. We start paying back, like we committed to pay uh, just interest until next month. But next month we can start paying off principal if we choose to. Yeah, and how much trillion. did we? Jesus Christ! I forgot yeah. how much. That's we a lot of money. Got in in it maybe a we trillion. Got, uh, two two point six trillion. Yeah. And then we had to cut it off because we would never be able to pay it off otherwise, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, this was the thing. The risk with war bonds is that you're 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 asking people for money that you're promising you're going to pay back, but the war has already been going for six months. You've just lost how many titans, and uh, yep. there has there has to be a because I mean, you don't want to ask people for their their money, right? The money that they've spent, how much time you know earning in game, and and then just turn around and say, oh well, look, guys, we lost the war. Sorry, your money's gone. That's that's not very uh, yeah. Shout out, fair. shout out to all the guys that you know tr- like put that trust in the alliance. They were just willing to do that extra. Like they might have already lost the titan in M two. It wasn't even paid back yet. And then Warbond's sound. They're like, "Fuck it, here I have my money. Let's go!" Right? There's some some that's, crazy dudes out there, right? It's a withdrawal of social credit, right? That's like you know you built up guess, yeah. with, with the people who fly with you a certain amount of credit and trust, right? And you're withdrawing from that. You're saying, hey, you know, it, you know, if if you value this, then then you can pay for this. And the response was, frankly, I think beyond what anyone imagined. So uh, it was very heartening, at least. Like, you know, you, you've all seen Fairweather Friends in real life and in video games, and it's a lot easier to be... Uh, a fair weather friend in a video game where you can just not log on, <laughs> not see someone. Um, but when you say, Hey, here's a chance to put your money where your mouth is. And they overflow you with money. They just, it's just raining. Like you're at a strip club. Um, that is a really, it was a really neat feeling. I know you guys cut the war bonds off because yeah. there was, I mean, it was the same as us. We, we set a limit and then anything that went above that, we had to return because you just see you get to a point where you're not confident anymore that you can you can repay it if things go badly, right? Yeah. Did I'll... you give the bros like special icons on I don't know if you use TS or Mumble or whatever for for like the big donation so they can swag about it or is it just all like oh, I did this? Mm, I think no, we gave we them a forum little a little picture on the forum or something something yeah. I think we did that yeah that's cool. We uh, would. We, we unfortunately I'm still, didn't. I'm still pushing for the uh, inner premium though. You know. <laughs> That was a fun idea. I I still thought that was a fun idea, you know, the in it yeah. premium membership where people can just like pay some isk and then they get some access, get some insight and stuff. Some they can sexy pando photos. Uh, well, how much would I have to make on an OnlyFans to pay off twenty trillion? Like, how much? How much money <laughs> to flex is that for my OnlyFans? Well, it's there's only one way to find out. Money. Right? <laughs> only pandos. Only pandos. That's <laughs> Oh my god. Cricket. Legend. Now, Cricket. We should mention Cricket when we're talking about this year. A Ragnarok is killing some you shit, get right? Cricket on the stream, man. Like, to talk I, I will one day. I will good. one day. Yeah. 
ey, Ragnarok going around in fraternity space. Um, so, I find blobs and stuff with it. Yeah, yeah uh, marauders. Not, but marauders and oh yeah, yeah marauders, right? Yeah. yeah. The sneakiness on the highest level, yeah, yeah. Cricket wants to but, link some of the videos in chat. I guess he can. And then you know, the first it. time, cool. the first time, it's pretty safe. You know, yeah, if you do yeah. it, the, nobody expects it. So yeah, Dude, I thought the first time, yeah, yeah. But then he did it again and like, again. It was like holy yeah, like, shit. <laughs> they're they're hunting him like crazy, man. Like it's yeah. ridiculous how much. Yeah, I think he stopped. Right, to. he's like, ah, let me take a break. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's so good when. uh when GOTG was in Declan, we had a Ragnarok in one of their systems in there, just floating in a safe. And we would just log the Ragnarok in, warp to it, and, and it would bridge us it's like in onto their fleets in, in Declan. And it, it was we were always worried that like one of the sabers in our fleet would just throw up a bubble right then, you know, and they there would come to sign up, but it never got caught. So but it, it is really intense. I was usually flying in Ragnarok. So, so like, mm. what, we do courtrooms quite a lot in Capf, and one of them, Cricket, we were just like, um, we were just, um, I think we'd gotten like a, a Marauder on a, on it on the fraternity staging, uh, one the gates, I think eight DPX or something. And so we we Cricket brings his rag in to DD it, and then warps off and cloaks up in system, right? So they start trying to like deploy mobile deep um, mobile observatories to try and decloak them and stuff. But anyway, like as we're extracting crackets, like wait, wait, guys, wait, wait, wait a sec, guys, let let me just meme on these people, and they formed like a fleet to to um, like counter our little small gang stuff, uh, and then they're all like they're all protecting a mobile observatory on lining, which is the one that they're trying to use to obviously decloak him. <laughs> so like just before as we we're ready to leave, he uh, we all we all stack on gate, like and then cricket just warps his uh, titan in to to the mobile observatory at hundred. And then just Sana's out, Sana's out like a chad to the moment he lands, <laughs> and like, oh, and it's, it's it's being streamed as well. So like the streamer that's uh, from Fraternity that's streaming it is just like losing his mind. <laughs> it's so good. He didn't kill the observatory. Right? That would have been Chad's. <laughs> yeah, he, I think he actually said after, afterwards that he was. Uh, nah, he should have done that. <laughs> he missed out. Yeah, just one shot the observatory. Those things are so weak. They're not yeah, that weak. To be honest, are they? Okay, I don't remember. You, you, you remember when Capflux Squirrels came out and some guy jumped his. In low sec, he jumped his Titan like right in front of the enemy fleet and held his invuln while he recharged. This is before jump aids. And like the cat flux quails took him up from 33 to 72 while he was still invuln, then jumped back out. We did that, that once on a move of Remember Shines. Yeah. And then there was a there was a PL um hick or two on our Sino and our supers would keep kept jumping in. And then fucking load. And then it's a miracle. It really is that everyone was just like calm enough to just chill, wait. All right, jump cap, jump out. Right. <laughs> because it was low sec, he couldn't bubble. That was a fucking uh, a ballsy move, too. February Marauder changes. Correct. That's exactly that's on the list. Marauder changes. You know, I'm I'm kind of torn. Like I don't know if there's that great. I, I like that they're in space. Um, but man, do they do they end some fights, right? They yeah, land on grid, they, and then they a lot of times it's like gang. GG, you know. Yeah. And they're yeah. too quick too. Like it's not like you can outmaneuver them easily. They MJD after you and all that stuff. Yeah. It's like you have to have like a couple of systems in between to actually then consider taking a, another fight. Um, I'd always had this sort of pipe dream of making a kiting Varger fleet because Vargers are the only battleships, uh, artillery battleships, with a tracking and a range bonus. It's Crazy, there's right? no other there's no other battleship like that and they're actually pretty fast if you get them out 
and they, they made the changes and the bastion changes basically sped up your gun cycle time but they slowed down it to co- compensate so i was never going to use bastion but now the varger guns cycle every 23 seconds so without without bastion so it's like you're getting four shots a minute um uh, now the shots do have like 15k alpha but still i just I just can't fly a two billionist ship in a fleet that has 150k EHP and, and fires four shots a minute. It's sad. <laughs> and then, then you're winning a fight for like 10 minutes straight, but then like mm-hmm. two guys fuck up ship. and you lose yeah. the isqua anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, what, what do you guys think? Like, Casper, what's your take on it? Like, as a small scaler, Marauders, like, big fan? Not so when much. When they first came out, they were pretty much just a bitch and we hated them and whined about them and then there was that little nerf bat that happened uh, i don't know what month that happened and honestly i even forgot what happened but anyway whatever and now it's just like hey there's marauders here and we actually hunt them just because it makes money and so when you're ready for them it's no big deal obviously you can't go to like frat staging because they bring you know 40 of them and there's yeah. nothing, literally nothing we can do but now I, they're not so big of a deal and you, you bring a curse and it's just like whatever one two three of them so I I don't think there's any issues with them now. All right. I think if if you're like set up for them, it's okay. Um, but if you're just you know, yeah, like if 20, you're in 20, 20, 20 dudes, 20 dudes yeah, in you're, like a, a you're T3C gang or whatever, and then or whatever, and then it's then it's a or T3D gang or whatever. It's a bit you know, it's a bit of well, yeah, just because tanks they tank so much, man. They are nice to see in space again, right? Yeah. yeah. And flying a Varger is really fun. Like Artie Varger, uh, is just. A ton of fun. You jump into a gang, uh, MJD off if they don't have a scram, like Bastion, blah, 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 blah. Wait for it to end MJD again, and you're like, I'm out. Hearing that kill mail sound after you just push the button one time. It, yeah. Really cool. Oh, yeah. dude, it feels, yeah. even when it's like a cruiser, like I, I one tapped so an O and I once, I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it became it's the metaphor so for a minute inside the ESSs. ESSs are somewhere on the list, too, by the way because the reserve banks were opened this year. Um, it became the meta a little bit, and then Bjorn took it to another level and took, like, I think 20, 30 uh, CCP guys all in Vargos. Right? That was craziness, too. Um, we tried golems, actually. Um, but, man, application sucks if you can't, if you're way in the painter falloff. If you push too far away from, like, you're not painting enough, you can't apply, and then all, like... Might as well bring a raven, right? Did Hydras come out this year, the implant set? Is that something we could have had on there? Because the golems yes. plus the Hydras, those are our guys have been doing that meme. What, is that, what do the Hydras do? Uh, missile range. I didn't even know about that. And, and your guys are all over those because it's Hydras? Oh, <laughs> yeah, I forgot what it is. Maybe like 230 kilometer golem cruise range. So you just sit out the bubble and just kind of like pop things that come in. It's kind of fun. No. What? I went roaming last night with 10 Vexers and one, one Augurer. So it was really, like, we were really overpowering everyone, obviously, with our 10 Vexers and one Augurer. Um, and we, we roamed for, like, four hours and literally got no one to come fight us. Like, we were going to the SSs, and then I'm just like, all right, let's just go home. I'll just try to see if we can get a filament home. And I'm like, well, there's one more. We go one, we go to this one more, and a Varger just comes through the, the acceleration again. I'm like, oh, thank you. I'm like, I don't even care. I didn't care if he wiped us or if we killed him. It was just nice to have anything to shoot. And uh, this guy, I guess, yeah, he didn't know, but I had just stuck four newts in the highs on the Vexer. And so 10 Vexers running four newts. He uh, he capped out pretty quick, and we got a Varga kill mill. Didn't lose anything. It was uh, nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Pretty nice. It was, it was so nice to get a kill. 
it was yeah. very quiet. Like I, I have not played basically for two months. And so I like messaged Reavers like who wants to go for a roam? And like we roamed for like four hours and space was oh my gosh, so empty. It was wild. Yeah. Yeah. USTC is always pretty pretty dead. Yeah, I use Teams at times on struggling at the moment. Yeah. You know, what you gonna do? Uh so March. March was fleet formations. Um that was pretty impactful actually, you know. Chosso and I uh, and Siku, we talked about that before. And we had also right at the start of it, we had a um, an episode of FC chat, like with predictions and stuff. And you know, the small scale camp um, was very worried about like, hey, how about kiting? You can just like warp in front of them. Uh, I remember Casper, you were not a big fan, uh, but Suetonia was even more outspoken against it. But it seems like it wasn't, wasn't really It's been, a what, a year almost? Yeah. Now, whatever, so many months. It's never affected us yet. Nobody's used it against us. I don't yeah. know if they just can't. They don't know no. how. They're too lazy. I, no one I don't know. Yeah, I think, so what it is, it's, you know, you have to be precise and quick to set it up. And then you have to use it. You have to have the skill on top of it. I think a lot of people, like, especially at the beginning, didn't have the skills for it. Um, I had a I had a setup for the final like, invasion the of one. I had a setup for the final invasion of one DQ. Like I have this fleet formation and fleet comp that I was sure was like going to just decimate, and it didn't happen. <laughs> so I just been sitting on it. I never got to use it. I was so excited, like because and, and I feel like formations have been very underused by FCs. True. I think there's a lot you can do with them. Um, it does require some fiddling at the start, but and you have to think about it. You know, you have to be it's, prepared for it. Yeah, especially for bombers and stuff. I think mm. so. First of all, obviously, fleet formations nerfed bombers like big time in fight. Like you can't really land bomb brunts um, anymore because the moment when they whoop in, they're already like spread out and stuff. You never get that. But chance. how many lazy FCs are whooping at points still? Like it well, still happens. It, it, it still does, does not, happen. Not, not on the big scale. But yeah, and then banking on it, you know. Yeah, Are you going to form a fleet to then be ready to then sit on grid and then nothing happens and then you go home and it's like, ugh. But there are still ways with the... And that's what we talked about that one time too. Mm. Um, with formation warps, with the relative warp and stuff. And there, there's some there's some good ways to still use it. But obviously you need more opportunities for that to actually get good enough at it to then actually have a good chance of working it like so and that's what can, what i feel like can is you missing. bomb and then conduit jump instant out is that a thing can you just see a line quote and conduit it is now, out? It is yeah, now. <laughs> I, never, I, never it's good, I mean it's awesome it's an awesome idea until your blobs gets long pointed like, you know what really i think though one long point gets your blob. well you at least at least like, the bombs get burst yeah <laughs> far enough well you can hold your yeah. invul with the blobs but if there's a bubble up you know uh, yeah. It's going to be uh, awkward. But the sure. jump is new too, right? Yeah, yeah it is. It, it, it feels really good. I, I love that change. Like it just yeah, it, it feels does. cool. It's it's just a great change. Yeah. Do you remember yeah. Remember Elo Knight hack in a box like the thing about like 4 years ago where he was going to uh move hacks like the and then the yeah. yeah. And yeah, jump viators, then a have a hack a inside, assemble <laughs> them, rig them or they, on, on spot so you can move a hack later around the galaxy. 
the conduit jump is sort of like getting closer to to that idea of being an actual reality. I tried yeah. to do a Tengu flip like that once, and this was before conduit jumps. And I was like, it was like a really great idea until I had the fuel, <laughs> the blops, and you realize Tengus <laughs> take a ton of fuel, so you're bringing like eight fuel trucks to move like thirty Tengus. Yeah, so that sort of killed that. But with conduit, maybe. I mean, it's cheaper, right? Come to it's a very fuel uh, efficient. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I would say though, you would never do it with bombers. Like from my experience, right? I would never do like the you know warper blobs in bomb and then conduit jump on because you kind of want to keep the bombers around. You know, you don't want to bank on that one run that hits. Like why Unless even jump out then? Move. You know, do bombs yeah. hit if you're not in system anymore? I don't That's know. That's actually what I wanted to say too. I think that probably yeah. doesn't work then. Right? Yeah, yeah, they probably yeah. won't. I mean, they don't if you die there. So yeah, yeah, and it's probably the same check, right? That I actually really hate that about missiles. I wish missiles would hit after you hit warp. I don't see why they don't. But in, if you warp after you fire a missile and it would hit someone, but you're in warp, they just don't damage it. Like oh, the missile It'd hit be the sub online. Nano subs all day. Yeah. All right. What else do we have on the list? Uh, CCP Swift was born in March. All right, we talked about that already. Uh, oh yeah. Also, another point that also brought uh, was brought up in that discussion about the fleet warp, uh, the formations is the why is the minimum warp warp range 160, 150 still? Like, why wouldn't it be three hundred? The lock range, right? At CCP. Yeah, I I honestly think it's a legit point. And I have not yet come up with a point against it, really. Wait, what's this? You want the warp range to be doubled? Like you can't, you can't short warp? Yeah, you can't. Like you cannot you can warp shoot further than minimum warp distance, and that just that's dumb. That takes out all mid range gameplay. Yeah, because everything can apply. So why don't you increase the minimum warp distance so there's that area of new mid range, which is now our long range, and it just it invites a whole other level of gameplay and theory crafting. I like yeah. that idea. That's cool. Yeah, I never heard that before, but I like that. I like that. Yep. Yeah, we, you know, we, we talked about that last time, I think, on the with Seeker, right? Yeah, so you, we, we talked about that. A few you guys times. are saying that the minimal warp range should be 300 kilometers, not 150 kilometers. Exactly. Yeah. So you can only, huh. yeah. Um, cause a few issues. But yeah, overall, it's yeah, a good like that. I, I like, honestly, I wonder what issues it would cause, right? You never know. Like, it's a like complex game. Oh. When, you think, stuff. when you think about yeah, yeah, for sure. When you think about it, um, Old grids sometimes were like only 300 kilometers across, right? So 150 had to be done. But now with like 9,000 kilometer grids, that would be more doable. Yeah, dude, the other day on stream, I made for fun because everyone was compl com complaining about like recent changes and stuff. I was like, what were actually the best changes ever? And that was one of them, like the grid expansion. That was mind blowing I, back I then. Do I do messing with grids. That was so much fun as the I know, yeah. I know, with I you know. big guys. That was a blast. Yeah, oh, like the worst part true. of Grinfu was like you don't see anything, and then bombs just appear. <laughs> oh, oh, here's thirty bombs. There's no bombers. There's just thirty bombs have just appeared on the grid. Oh and yeah, in a bubble, but you don't see a bubble. React. Yeah, I once yeah. uh, slow boated my Titan through a broken grid, and so the bubble wasn't there anymore, and just jumped out. And I was like, uh, oh no, that was like some huge bullshit. The worst though was uh, I don't know how they did it, but every time we fought Solar Fleet, all of their I hubs. Were positioned on like yeah. grid break lines, yeah. so you'd send the oh fighter bombers God. off it, and then half of them would go off grid, and then they'd have to like come back to you. So you couldn't use uh, fighter bombers or supers like to kill the I hubs. It was like just so infuriating. You know, 
we were staged in like G-O and Curse for a long time. And that grid is also fucked because right in front of that main station, there's a moon. And then the grid is super close to the station undock. So if you warp to an instant undock, you're already like 100 km off the station, 200 or 150 or so. You're already off grid. So that was always, just by nature, was always the grid was so messy there. Oh my god, that was such a headache at times but it was fun too gotta there's be a few weird honest. grids like that like there's one npc station in Vino. i think it might be pf something where the moon is right in front of the undock yeah. so if you undock and cloak and so you warp off the undock and cloak you just get decloaked because you fly through a moon yeah every time yeah. you undock basically yeah there's a couple of uh, systems like that i wonder if like yeah, someone just wrote in chat, like, it's quite easy for us to just try, like, temp try this 200km idea, yeah. like, just for, like, a little bit on this test like server, or even just live. Just, like, yeah, why like not? It, yeah. it, Swift. It, do you think that's just one go, thing go. in the system? Like, in their code, do you think it's just, like, 1x equals 150? It's probably just that, right? It can't be that crazy. Like, just, <laughs> I mean, do the uh, test. I would not, week. I would not say it's that easy i have no idea yeah. like i've never if touched it, well if it, Nobody if it is that easy, i question i question the design of the code <laughs> well yeah right. you question the design of the 20 year old code yeah okay but well, I've, you know, I've worked i've worked with codes which are 50 years old mate <laughs> like yeah but you see we get bad. we get events like right now the the snow like what's it called again the ice event thing the right? winter nexus please get it right oh, yeah, I'm sorry, <laughs> the winter nexus then we have like other like npc events and stuff like this right but how about like a pvp kind of event like this saying like hey how about we do for like a week or two we we just expand the minimum warp range you know see what you want to do with it if you like it I would we keep love it for those. that love would be fucking nice but the downside is if you're in the middle of a conflict like this is how i feel about those those storms like then you're everyone in the has to adjust and place the and same rules anyway. like ccp just screwed me they just intentionally screwed my group well, because they don't like us that always but be another someone. Another, yeah. another thing was be like it's just changing the way you have to play right so it's rather than like you playing statically and kind of your you know mindset then you have to think of something new to deal I, with I, this new you know, curveball. I, I love that like League of Legends meta changes every two weeks. Like they change, they do something. It just makes the game more interesting. You can't do every two weeks in Eve like where people have to That'd be crazy. You know, do a production line, you know, and make it for have make a, year, a doctrine. But I would love to see more changes more quickly. Make people adapt more. Uh, I, I yeah, yeah. Because what happens is you get into these. You know, everyone hates mutants and eagles right now, except if you hate mutants and eagles. But um, if uh, <laughs> it's like that's resting, it's gonna be before anyone in the chat. Dude, I don't even form them, right? Chad yeah. knows. I don't yeah. even like everything. I mean, sure, there's but some. Do you guys remember when Macarios were ascendant and like literally everyone was like, I cannot stand Macarios. And before that, it was like, I'm so Ishtars, tired of yeah. Ishtars. And before that, it's like, all we fly is tangus. Like the and the thing is, it'll always settle into that meta until someone grabs the snow or snowball yeah. and shakes it up, right? You'll so, never hit that sweet spot where like all the groups fly different stuff. Yeah. Yeah, like it's so impossible. You have, shake, right? you have to shake it up. Like you have to shake it up. Yeah. So I would love for that to be much more frequent because we're gonna keep flying minions and eagles until something better comes along. And then we're gonna fly whatever that's better until something better comes along. And it'll be like that forever. So let the let the people who are like clever and smart try to come up with new ideas. Some of them will fail tremendously. Some of them will succeed. I love this. Some of those will copy it. Yeah. yeah. 
Ishtar's hold a sacred place in in it in it in it people heart in it, in it people definitely heart. dude are fantastic I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah we gotta be we gotta be honest like we were really good at them that's why we like them like we figured it out like early on we adapted super early and we were really good at them and it was super fun and then there was like also when it comes to Ishtar specifically there's just a couple more dimensions to it because the drones are in one spot the ships are in another then the drones can the be countered or the ships can be countered but yeah we had like a cool team right chance with like Fultz and all the other guys like one anchor yeah. one target caller and then i would do maybe a little bomb squad wiping hostile ishtar drones out or like man it was a fun dynamic right it was just more happening i felt like in a fight that as, was as an know? fc first up hacks are much more fun to fly as an fc than materials were they're more fun to fly than tengus were like as as an fc i'm saying like they require more out of you and there is a, a higher floor um, and a lot of FCs have gotten way better. I remember I used to do hacks before. A lot of people did them. and I They got way worse than everything else, though. I, I can I tell you that. I hacks before everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, Dude. like, it, people used to be really bad. FCs used to be, really, like, block FCs used to be really bad at them. And the, the, the floor has been raised a lot by people having a lot of uh, reps in them. But I tell you what, like, whenever I take out the last, um, the Gilas, right? Like, as soon as the fucking Munins don't have mm. the standard scenario... Like it's always the same. I don't. I don't get it. Like they always make like this. These like I don't even want to talk about it and give everyone hints. Like I got dunked by Gila's. Like, <laughs> Gila's are fucking Completely, great. Like two shots. It was bad. I, They're I always fucking tell, great. I tell my fleets that if smart bombs didn't exist, Gila's would be Dominating. the number That's one skirmish doctrine of the game. And there's really nowhere. Like it's not even close. Yeah. Like yep, if, yep. if your opponent's not prepared for you, Gila's are the best. But if they're prepared for you, they're pretty awful. Yep. That is true. But I don't know why a lot of people are not prepared to counter Gila's. They're learning also, though. With the hack meta, everyone was just like, I've got to go fast. I've got to go fast here. I've yeah. got to get close. I've got to go fast. And then like, it doesn't really work that well against Gila's because, you know. They just own. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they're not that OP, all right? They're they, they've been nerfed like two or three times. They're the not that years. OP. They don't even have an ADC. What are you guys talking Dude. about? Gila's <laughs> used to be so busted, man. They were. They were. They, they had like extra be. agility, extra slots, extra damage. Like the amount that they've been nerfed, and they're still super good. You're like, it's sickening. Yeah. The I thing think, is, I they're super to like... good to a certain scale. The, yeah, the yeah, second yeah. you went, yeah. you go over like the hundred mark. Man, Gila's are just gonna die. It's the same with the Onyxes, yeah. right? Trust you guys had that Onyx Doctrine ready to go for like that super cap brawl, but everyone kind of knew. You guys knew too that you know. If they're primary, it's man, they're gonna die quick because they're on ADCs and all that stuff, right? And it's the same with Gilas. There were certain ships that for a year or two after people discovered them, they were so broken. I remember a stream a while ago where Elise and Laz were flying around in Orthruses, like release Orthruses, and that oh. ship was so busted. And, and like, you didn't have to be a real expert to make it look like just the most broken ship in the game. And if you were a real expert, it was like actually invulnerable, essentially. Did we, oh, did we get stuck on March? We did. We did. Yeah. We, we, gotta, <laughs> we gotta move on, guys. We gotta move on. All right. All right. Let me, let me, let's try to pick up the speed a little bit. We are March and we're like an hour 40 in. Let's, <laughs> I'll, I'll try to, let's try to get it done within 20 minutes. Okay. Cause like two hours is kind of the mark. All right. April gate to stain. Yeah. That is easy. correct. Gate to stain is the point. Good uh, job. I was wondering. Actually... RIP stain guy. Uh, how much impact did that? I don't know. 
that wasn't there. There are other gates too, like the the big one. There's three others, right? Spawn gate, right? The the one that goes that connects Cheetah back to Amar, but oh, the gate camping one. Yeah. How much impact on the game did it have? I don't know. I mean, when Yarja pain to move stuff from like Cheetah to Amar, it made it. It was a big pain. Like move big quantities of items because you can't go through there anymore. So you can't like freighter five jumps. You have to go like thirty eight around. Uh, but um, with uh, with a new one, you can like just JF through it, and then and you're fine. Uh, that is, it's not perfect, but it's it's better. Then, I think even though the fact that new gates were added was really cool, it was just it was something true. new, right? People like, for example, Kendall has been asking for that for a uh, for ages that the you know the topography of the game would change to a degree, like other things gets um, like get added or removed with Potchman and the gates like gate disdain and so on you saw that uh i'm not sure if that was the i mean i, I don't i didn't think it, it hurt or anything but um i think there would be like there could be like even cooler things you could do with this but you know it's interesting to see this for sure uh all right let's move on may Siege of Wonder Q, we kind of talked about that a little bit with the T3s and stuff, the last thing, right? Kind of shines highlights. Finally, everyone's relieved, at least on our side, everyone's relieved. I mean, probably on your side too, trust me, right? Everyone was relieved, like, okay, now it's over. Let's fucking let's yeah. move on. Let's yeah, call I, it. I was, we had it. I was, right? yeah. I was getting quite tired. <laughs> yeah. So I to go home and do small gang. <laughs> notification changes and mobile observatories. Uh, you know, I'm not a fan of the notification changes and the mobile observatories, I don't know. Like, anyone, any good big, big feelings about any of these? I think the, the observatories are just annoying more than anything else. Like, they don't really stop people cloaky camping because there's already, a, like, there's a, there's a guy in fraternity that runs like 200 counts and he's logging in every day and still you know, cloaky camping three regions or something. So it hasn't really, like, fixed that issue. Yeah. There's still people doing it, like, en masse. So, yeah. You know yeah, what? that dude's just so good. He watches 200 clients vigilantly, and every time he gets decloaked, so he decloaks immediately. That guy has like eight <laughs> sets of eyes, and I, I am yeah, proud he's of an him. Octopus. He's a true octopus. <laughs> it's amazing. Mm. Eight arms, 15 eyes, three <laughs> Nobody brains. would get suspicious really or anything, right? That's all I got to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's very skilled. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, all right. CSM 16 was elected in June. You know. As every year, um, I think I don't know how. It's hard to tell always from the outside how good of a job they they're doing. But um, uh, we had the best uh, the best meta for like uh, election videos this year ever. Kenny G brisking a hot toast. That is, is kind of like true. Uh, some it, high it, level it kept getting good. High level propaganda, not propaganda. What's it called? Um, yeah, election like. Materials. Yeah, I don't know. I, for, I forgot the word. Uh, but yeah, does anyone here plan on running for CSM 17? Hmm? There's going to be a huge chasm of people <laughs> who can't enough. run anymore, right? So, uh, what? Inominate can't run. Merc can't run. Gobbins can't run. Billy can't run. Is that? I should know this off oh, the top really? of my head, but because of the um, the what's it called? The term limits. Yeah. Well, I did kind of. <laughs> I did kind of promise our guys that I would run. I'm not 100% con convinced I should. Do it. You should do it. It's actually really good. I know the CSM gets a lot of shit. The, a lot of it's undeserved. Almost all of it's undeserved. 
uh, I can I can toot my own horn a little bit. I get to run the CSM program. They just got out of a Q&A with Hilmar that lasted two hours. Uh, and I think they liked it. I mean, you can ask your CSM people if they liked it or they found it valuable. Uh, they won't bullshit with you. Um, but I mean, I thought it was really cool. And uh, a lot of good stuff came out of it. They're also getting involved a little bit early on, earlier on in the design process as well for a lot of things. All right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think I I think I might just do it. Right? People have been pushing for that for, for a while. I might just do it. Um, all right. And then July, Reserve Banks unlocked. Um, Huge disappointment. You thought it was a disappointment? I kind of like the way the Reserve Banks work. I, 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 hated, say. I thought you were going to be able to rob a lot of money and actually force people to come and defend you but, so you don't walk away with a lot of money. And instead, you but, get a trickle over a long period of time it's just, I mean, it's just, it's not at all what I assumed Reserve Bank meant. I thought you were robbing the bank and stealing the money in the bank, not siphoning a small amount of gas out of the gas tank. But at the same time, that would have been a big disappointment in my book if you just go in and then they're like, let's say there's a 50 bill bank and then fraternity, for example, right? Or like whoever, Hort, or Goons. Um, you just go like, oh, let's rob our bank and then get the 50 bill and move home. Like, that's what would happen if that would you, you know, just like that. So, I don't know. I like the way they work. Honestly, I get good fights out of them, personally. Um, obviously, you can't I like them. do it solo all that easy. Yeah. But the yeah, small, the small content is, is pretty good. The small, medium content happen. is good. Because we can yeah. actually build a little bit bigger stuff than when we normally can. We can do like, you know, four or five cloaked paladins or something with like a bait Myrmidon Ishtar fleet at zero. And we can have like 30 guys, which is huge for us. That's that's really big. But this is the only way we can get preformed set up. And then, uh, yeah, like content reliable like content, and right? And people will come. Yeah. And so it's it's been really, really good for us for, for that. And we're not actually farming the keys. We just go buy them out of Jita and then have fun with it. But it, it's really yeah. fun. Yeah, same here. Chelsea, you like I, it too? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't really use it that much, but I can see, I definitely see why, like, it's it, a good change in, in the right direction. Maybe, like, the DBS isn't the right thing. Yeah. But the DBS, the you mean the, wait a second. Dynamic bounty system. Uh, uh, right. that lowers the I, was, I would call it the BRM, the bounty risk modifier. But yeah, <laughs> I think, like, that's a big discussion whenever uh, ESS has come up. I think a lot of people put them both together. And then they say, for example, they don't like it, but I think you really have to, like, when it comes to the ESS, you have to say, is it the BIM? Is it the ESS? Is it the Reserve Bank or the main bank that you dislike, you know? Or, like, you kind of have to separate all these things, you know? And it's, it feels like everything about the DBS has been said. Like, oh, I, I feel like I've had this conversation and heard this conversation, like, 150 times, and it's just yeah. not being listened to. Like, it doesn't feel... Like I literally have had this exact conversation so many times on many podcasts and not on them, you know, and on Reddit. It's just like, yeah, yeah. It's, when, it's, uh, when it comes to the BRM, I always wondered, and like ages ago, I made a Reddit thread. Actually, when Brisk ran the first time, that was one of the suggestions I put in there, saying like, you know, hopefully he's going to push for that. Why isn't it like a dynamic security status in a system instead of like this weird BRM extra thing, right? Because I they, imagine the, the the work that it would take to change yeah. something that's been there from day one is basically impossible. Yeah, uh, the uh, I'll awesome. like just chime in. Like I, I don't really get to know too much about how the game designers design stuff, 
but that is something that can be done now. Like uh, there can be dynamic from my understanding. It can be like yeah. um, the foundation is there to build uh, dynamic security. Because I think that would be a healthier way instead of having like a system where it's not worth for anyone to read in. Like now the system that before any changes BRM wise had like five ishters like doing their fucking ticks now can only support one ishter but at least that one ishter gets that tick you know it's, it's still worth at least for that one ishter to do it but like who who reads in like a I don't know what's the lowest percentage actually is it 60 70 percent 40 I think so is it 40 it used to be I think 30. the lowest is 60 isn't it yeah so, but like, I like who, don't who, shit who, on me if I get it wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's, it's like I don't know, man. We we need people in space, uh, and I think uh, just having that number out there is already discouraging. To be quite honest, I think that's already it doesn't feel good, right? But, yeah, but we already have point. too much instanced instanced content in this game, and I'm worried the, the going move. towards more of it. Like that that is not what makes Eve a good game. Eve is not a good game. Just like as a I like to click buttons type game. It's not good in that sense. It's good in the interactions. Like the stories that we tell are much more powerful than the actual clicking of buttons and moving your mouse, which is a pretty insipid and poor system. And, and it seems like instant content is pushing away from the strength of the game. Yeah. 100% agree there. You want PvE ears, you want people hunting the PvE ears, you want people, you know, right? It just Baiting the hunters. Like, yeah. Lions need zebras, right? Yeah. yeah. And we're taking away from the sandbox and giving them just like a swing set just to go, you know, go to there and you're taking them out of your sandbox. Yep. All right, all right. Um, what else is on the list? I got a spicy one for August for you, Pando. I've been saving it. Oh, bring it on, because we are on August right now. What is it? All right, August, you wrote End of the War and Beginning of the Rebuild. Um, so um, I have a theory that, um, and this is backed up by, like, there's not just a theory. There, There is some intel here. I have a theory that basically Pappy knew uh, in May, April, that the war was over. And I my belief which is also there is some uh, some intel to back this up, is that they carried on the war and promised like that final siege of one DQ that they knew they weren't going to really do uh, into tangos? June. Into June. Well, no, no, no. It's, they don't care about tangos. <laughs> What's the conspiracy? To, I'm curious. To get, uh, to get their CSM candidates through because they, they lost a bunch of people oh. immediately after. Like, Billy will not be, he can't be reelected next year, but he will. he has lost his vote base, right? Um, and if they had actually ended the war when they knew it was over, they would have lost the whole year, one more year of representation. So mm. the war was continued uh, on beyond that point to ensure that they, their their people got on CSM and their votes stayed in block uh, and uh, it, it through June, which is when the vote happened. But they already knew it was over by then. So there's my spice, and that's the hill I'm dying on. <laughs> mm, I'm not sure. Like, if I have to take a guess, I think that's a, that's, a, that's a bit of a hot take. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 like, it's, it's part I of like it. That, that requires yeah. a lot of like 
lot of like forward forward thinking. It makes for a good story. Yeah, there's yeah. some grain of truth, and that is true. Like oftentimes after we do something, people are like, "Yeah, they had this plan, and they doubled back, and they did all this stuff." We're like, "Oh no, we were just dumb, and like it just happened by accident." I'm sure there's That's a universe exactly for that actually did happen, but <laughs> maybe not in this one. Yeah. No. I. Don't, yeah. Well, and also, I, I also don't believe that like at least obviously from my perspective of talking goblins a lot, I don't think he's really like obviously he's he's not getting reelected this year, but I don't think he would, even if he was gonna get reelected. I don't think that would be on like the primary goal in his mind for him like to continue the war just so he gets reelected if I don't if think he was the, able to. The big names on that list would be in yeah. danger anyway. Like a Villy and a Goins, even after the war you would still get elected, right? Yeah. So. There's no way Villy gets elected right now. Tess doesn't have the members, right? Like sees in chat, so I yeah, did, but, I, but I'm honestly, not. I doubt. I doubt this went through their minds, or this was the plan. I mean, it's it's one of those things where like we can never know unless they said, "Yeah, it was on our minds." But I I have seen a little little grains here and there, and then I just connected all the dots, like you know that Charlie with the board and all the lines, you know, all the wires uh, sticking there, <laughs> putting everything together. That's me. Yeah, mm. I don't mean, I talk I talked to Gardens a lot during during the final months of the war, um, and I never got this kind of like spin like this kind of like not spin but like this angle from from our chat right. so mm-hmm. right. who knows who knows right <laughs> uh yeah so end of the war all right we talked about that i think the rebuild i mean we've been rebuilding like crazy for Horde, it was more like uh all right we're going home and like after a week, it felt like normal already, right? That's kind of what it <laughs> <Yeah>. was, right? <laughs> That's back the impression to, back I to, had. Back to standing fleet. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, whatever. Yeah, um, R1O pops back to life. Dark side, like, shit, we got to get out of here. Yeah, man. I felt like <laughs> the, the fucking hotlings were like hungrier than ever. Whenever I showed up in local, Dude, there was like a swarm of first, little shits yeah, zooming up, around. On the, the week after the war ended, like, it was like 240. 14 people in fleet Dude, or some shit your standing fleet is scary as hell right I now know. it's been a long time but we can't be there more than like 30 seconds and it's Dude, just yeah, like we gotta go yeah, yeah. when when my corp joined horde our standing fleet were like i don't know like just completely clueless it's literally just like the idea of like what you think it, it was horde. pretty nice yeah, <laughs> yeah. you get scrambled like, and then you drown but now these standing fleet guys they've 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 been beaten up so much like you guys have beaten them up so much now they're actually pretty chad themselves dude so yeah. no no they're yeah, they very learn. very good at catching us and very efficient yeah, it's just funny. Um, yeah, it, it, as people get better at it, like your enjoyment of like the, the seal clubbing goes down and down. It used to be like Brave sends 500 Atrons at you and you're just nuking them. And now people are showing up, oh, they have a 100-kilometer web, but they have, you know, an 80-kilometer scram, right? And you're like, oh, yep. I can't do anything. Yeah, dude, one of my guys, he sits in Stanley all the time and he has like an Abyssal Rolled, Max Rolled faction web, I think, and it's got like mm. 120, 25 kilometers range or some shit. It's crazy. But I don't know, like, we, we because we're not we're neutral to uh, frats, so we spend a lot of time with my, my corp just going to frat space and just sitting in there staging. And as long as you pick the right time, it's pretty uh, it's pretty fun because they, um, they tend not to form like seriously they'll do like a small cruiser fleet in or something EU time zone? not in EU I avoid EU time zone wait wait <laughs> like, wait wait, wait. Like... the threat EU time zone is what you avoid yeah because it's there's too, there's too many numbers you just get giga blobs straight away mm. um, that's not what like... I experienced to be honest really yeah oh. I was talking to Bjorn like so in China time zone obviously you know yeah. we don't even have to talk uh, about sorry, yeah, sorry I'm I'm, get, I'm I'm getting confused man I mean like oh, we, right, we, right. we form up like yeah, 900 20 hundred, so like EU time zone yeah oh, okay just... Yeah. 
Titan. Yeah. It's it's usually like BJK. I don't know what the other FC's name um, was. Yeah. But they they quick form and you know just throw stuff at a gate and see what happens. Yeah. And yeah, we had some good fights against them too. If you go there in late U.S. time zone, they'll show up with like it's only fifteen dudes, but it's fifteen dudes who are there to ruin your day. Like they're talking about those max rolled webs, you know, bar guests mm-hmm. with like long strams. Like you have to either show up with something that can punch through all that. Or they're just going to come run you down, the curse nukes you, and then you're just dead. Like, like they have, uh, they're really serious about about ruining your fun. Uh, if uh, if you Which don't find a lot of people, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I get it. I would do the same thing. Yeah. I suppose like U.S. time zone, you're also hitting their like you know China China time zone as well. Like you know, yeah, like they're early, yeah, yeah, kind of time zone. Uh, how many times have you gotten Rosemary M's? Like, uh, oh my God, stop! It's that guy. <laughs> I was so, like, uh, when the ESSs came out, I was, like, running around solo in an Omen, because uh, an Omen's actually faster than a Staver, um, if you fit out a Shield Omen. So I was, like, robbing, and this guy would show up, and he would show up in a nightmare that was going, like, 2,800 meters a second. And I'm like, how is this even possible? Battleships are not supposed to move this fast. And I was like, I was like, it was the middle of a war, so I had a really hard time, like, diverting resources to kill one guy. <laughs> But I'm like, I'm gonna set up a trap for him. I'm gonna kill this nightmare, and then like, like a couple of days before I was planning to do it, someone killed it. I'm like, oh no, I was so mm. upset. Yeah, that there, dude is active. Never handful of those hardcore dudes. Yeah, every time I see him or his ult and logo, I'm like, I'm filmenting out. I can't take this. Like, I give yeah. up. Yep. All right, then also in August, NPE rework. Right, so finally, that's what I felt like. There was always this talk about uh, CCP having like a lot of people involved in MPE stuff, right? And I was like, man, are they ever going to finish it? And then they finally came out with a new MPE, which looks pretty cool, I got to say. But um, I guess you guys are probably the wrong guys to ask about. <laughs> I went back and done it. It's uh, it's it's a good experience. Like if anyone hasn't done the tutorial, I would recommend going and doing it just to see the new stuff they've added. It's pretty cool. Yeah, like, uh, there's a new element, like there's a new chapter that's going to replace one of the career agents, like in the I think the next month or two. Oh, all right. Yeah, and they're just going to keep building on it. Yeah, we need more new people. That's for sure. So, do you guys want to hear my Scrooge hot take? Like, I'm going to ruin the spirit of Christmas for you. Oh, you know what please. thread I am really tired of seeing on Reddit is, uh, you guys is won't it? believe it. I'm a new player, and a GM from the game messaged me and talked to me and told me how great it was. I feel like I see this thread every other day, at least on the EVE subreddit. There must be GMs, just like there's like five GMs that message every new player and says, hey, how are you? I am so tired of hearing about it. Like, great, it's great customer service. I am tired of reading that thread. Screwed up. Uh, dude, I, they, uh, it, they, they, those are like the most Choban happy fucking threads really to are. read. They're so I love great. them. They're so uh, great. They have no like, place on our EVE. Yeah, There's I'm just a ton of GMs who like go out and do it. They and they do it in like a lot of them do it in their spare time too. Like like uh, they'll just go and message you. It's uh, there's this thing called like a magic moment that'll like put you higher up in the queue. Like if something catastrophic happens to you, uh, like if you lose your ship, like the GMs will be like, "Hey man, you died. Do you do you know oh, how that happens?" Oh. And then they're like, "Here's your ship back. Uh, I just want to show you all these resources that we have here and the new like." Just they they sometimes will copy and paste it into this one channel we have. And I just if it's like a, a, a grim day, I'll just go in there and read it and be like, Yeah. 
Just <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> really wholesome, good. wholesome vibes. Yeah. <laughs> I thought. So nice. like spirit, yeah. I thought, Asher, you're gonna say it's the the typical thread of like. Is it uh, is it too late to start with Eve? Should I be oh, starting yeah. to play? It's like, oh, stop that it! Is the, that is the second one where just yeah. everyone talks about, uh, yeah. And that threads what's like every two or three days on that one too, right? I feel like those ones are a little bit disingenuous. Like I, I've seen people uh, like delete their threads because they use the wrong account, like doing it. I'm not saying they all do it, oh, but I know man. at least some of them were just like, this game sucks. I'm going to use it all to say how much it sucks. Uh, I think if you if you have to like get the courage from Reddit to play, you know, you're too soft anyway. Go play fucking World of Warcraft. <laughs> you're gonna make it for too weak. I think also uh, like uh get, I think we also did the Potchman Gate somewhere around here. Oh yeah. Mm. I don't remember when exactly that was, but it feels like kind of around in August thing, even just before. There's yeah. been some decent uh, medium-sized content in there, actually. Dude, Potchman Loki owns. Like, I know you guys probably yeah. don't go there very much, but yeah, that's have no Potchman experience, to be honest. I've Potchman been there I, twice. I, so. Can I be a spirit again? No. Stop yes, it. I'm doing we it move anyway. on. <laughs> no, no. I'm so tired of some random goon DMing me on Jabber and being like, Hey, Jabber. Hey, Jabber. Hey, Asher. I have an amazing opportunity to make money. It's like a multi-level marketing scheme. Every two days, someone messaged me about Poshman to tell me how great it is and how much money we could be making there. Mm. And I am tired of hearing that, too. I'm just an old man. I'm going to go retire. Have a good I think, night, guys. I think the great thing about Poshman <laughs> is that like, the amount of isk you make there basically just like funds the feeds that you eventually yeah. <laughs> commit, commit to. So it's, uh, it is nice. All right. Uh, skill plan changes. I mean, pretty nice, right? Also in August. Um, um, I would say like the the overall like people didn't didn't like the design at first, but um, um, I think overall it probably it probably helps for for like new guys coming in. Like as soon as we all get used to it, it's not it's not gonna be that bad, right? Um, I think that's probably the least popular take you've ever had in your life, but based on how players react, I don't think you're wrong. I think you're absolutely right. But every time I say that, I get just like completely shit on. (laughs) (laughs) I think, you know, it's always the same, like, especially when it comes to like user interface stuff. If you change something after like how many years did we have this? I don't know, like after 10 years. Yeah, it's going to be tough to adjust. And then if you have bugs in them, which you know was the case, and it doesn't work properly, like, holy shit, is that going to be a bad experience at first? And then you're going to, for the next two years, you're going to have to listen to that. And that's just how all the world works, right? But then, I will I mean, say, I am year. absolutely shocked. And this is probably going to get me in some hot water. So uh, hopefully no one's listening anymore. But I am shocked at how many super talented UI designers just exist and play EVE. Because... All you have to do is put like one change out and you'll get like 500 people saying, no, this is dog shit. This is what I did in MS Paint. Uh, yeah. And just like trying to show <laughs> how good their idea is so much better than yours. And it's like, okay. I mean, there's some there's some truth to that, but there are some really good changes. Like the inventory change with the red dot that showed you have something in your inventory. That was a really good one. Yeah, the red dot. I, I just want the red dot and the gong to come back so just, at, at once. You know, just d- double whammy. It's open source the... Um... Uh, design just throw it up in github and then let let eve <laughs> go wild oh, with creation <laughs> let's do it 
Yeah, every every just skill Reddit. just be a picture of a dick. <laughs> just let Reddit design again, like whatever. There's so it's many talented players. Like, I, like if you like long. talk to people in your alliance or whatever, there are so many people who are like, oh yeah, I'm like a really big guy at Google. Like, I do something really important. I work on Google Maps, and like, oh, what do you do at Google Maps? So, like, I run it. Like, oh, that's awesome! <laughs> Congratulations. Like, there are a lot of super talented people in this game, so I think it leads to a lot of people who like have their really strong opinions and are used to in their everyday life getting their getting their way it's kind of weird like eve kind of grew up like as those peak kids like uh they started off as like college kids yeah and then they went through like uh like through their careers and they still play a lot of them and they're just like yeah i'm kind of a big deal uh like yeah, i do stuff you might remember me from when i was just a goofball but i do stuff <laughs> my my life is also to the guys in chat who are like still hating on the red dot you can turn that off there's a toggle yeah, <laughs> you you won that war. You can just turn it off. <laughs> you know what? Uh, I'm I gotta sorry you say, didn't know that until now. that's a that's a it's a crazy take, maybe. But the red dot never bothered me. Like I never, I never gave a blind fuck about the red dot. I really didn't. Like, I kind of okay, like the gong whatever. too. Like uh, I didn't, I, I didn't, I didn't get why it was introduced either. Right? I'm just saying. Like I don't know what it was for, but you know, yeah. All right, should we move on? Where are we? September. Uh, this was August, right? All right, September. Uh, no downtime number two. You know, kind of interesting long term. Maybe we can get rid of the downtime. I don't know. I, I don't like it. I don't think it's a good idea. Is Wasn't that good extended downtimes right after it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that was just to do like uh, extra, uh, <laughs> extra shit. Like we extended the no downtime. We were just like, we and added a few hours to it time? just to see what would happen. We'd be like, hey, we're in uncharted territory. And uh, the ops guys were just like, they, they oh, yeah. had plans, but they're just basically, they were just like, fuck it, let's do a couple it's hours a test. see what happened. Yeah, it's in the I testing think, yeah, phase, like, right? These, these, big, these big fights, Titans versus Titans, probably won't happen if there's no downtime. Because you've always got that as an escape button, right? Ooh. A safety, a safety well, thing that you can always it's rely not on. Like, it's not like we're having a big Titan versus Titan fights all the time, right? No, it's but like, when they do happen... They, they, I think they happen because you've always got that in your mind that if it goes bad, you're not going to lose everything. Yeah, you're not going to get wiped off the off the off the face of the planet, right? I mean, I uh, like Asakai, uh, downtime didn't play into it. Uh, BTECR didn't really play into it. M2 definitely played into it, but BTECR it was sort of part of. Well, it started so early. I think people will just yeah. use it as an excuse to be like, no, I remember. Let's just stop. I remember logging in BTECR before downtime maybe two hours before downtime and then there was like the, the last couple of nixes dying and stuff so um yeah you know, this was pretty much cleaned up by then yeah some people died still but like it wasn't i've got a hot take it's us time zone so i'm gonna go ahead with it if dark shines is not the best looking dude in the world i don't ever want to see his picture have you heard his voice he sounds <laughs> like he sounds if he doesn't have the face of george clooney and the body of i don't Wait know a second Shines streams every now and then. Does he? Oh, I don't want to yeah. know. I don't want to know. It's like, I don't want to like... <laughs> and I, why like, would you... Meet someone... Never meet your heroes. And yeah, I thought like, you no, had the nudes. So did you get the nudes, but the, the, the head yeah, uh, no, cropped off? It's just, yeah, it's just, it's just the, the, the goods. You just saw uh, the, like, the, the six pack, yeah. This is why I don't want to know someone's real life name when I know their even name. Like, oh, your name is Arcturus Starcrusher. That's pretty cool. Wait, your real name is Bob? You've just ruined everything about you for me. I, I wanted to know you as Arcturus Starcrusher, not Bob Smith. Please don't ever tell me your name. 
Yep. For those who don't know, Shine streams uh, every now and then uh, as Honey Monster Eve. That's, um, you know, I don't have the shout out thing, but Monster Eve, there you go. For those who wonder. Alrighty. Uh, dawn time, we had that. We're getting there. We're getting there, guys. Um, then the Mac client. You know, I don't know. There's not I'm much to sure say we, about that. We buffed Blobs somewhere in there, too. I feel like that happens. Ah, uh, did we? Uh, did I? Yeah. I probably forgot those. When we didn't there? talk about the, the, the group show. So. It is kind of the the new blobs are kind of nice though, right? I think everyone agrees on that. Goons that... now have a blobs home defense doctrine. That means mm-hmm. hundreds of goons dropping in 1.5 billion is battleships. I, I don't really have that day, great actually. of tank. It's gonna be awesome die. until it's awesome until it's all awesome when they all die. Yeah, a bunch of tackle and five hordreds and they just run through your marshals, right? Oh yeah, it's gonna be amazing. It's actually quite hard to hold them down though because we've actually. Yeah, you know, on the smaller scale, we've we've tried this when um, it's extra squishy and some snuffed out guys were doing this in in horse space. We were trying to bait them quite a lot, and we we got them twice. But just because of Widow ECM is so strong with the burst jammer, um, it's actually really hard to uh, to hold down <laughs> a, a multiple oh, yeah, burst, burst jammer. jammer at the same time. Yeah, you can get a um, handful of them, and but... especially with the, the, the MDD cloak trick. Um, yeah, it's actually, yeah, it's very very. It's actually not that easy. So it's not it's not as bad as an idea as it sounds. Well, good news, we have no cloaks on ours, so don't even worry about that. Oh boy! <laughs> Why would you, right? Why would I put don't a cloak on that a high slot. battleship? Yeah. Makes no sense. Oh no! All right, and then crab beacons. I don't know. Anyone got a got a take on crab beacons? I I think they're a bit of a like a a bit of a meh addition. Like I was kind of I was putting a lot of hope and. And like hope on the fact that they, they they might you know bring back some some capital gameplay that you could have some counterplay to you know like in like in the good old days of Rockles Online, um, but yeah, it just seems that they're not that used, and it's kind of hard as a as as an FC to find where they're being used because you're limited on you know, how many times you can use them a day on I'm sorry per character and stuff. So if you have to switch systems a lot and you know, there's, there's not a, a whole lot of counterplay to them other than you know having an alt there just watching them run. When the dread that it takes to run these is like 13 billion isk, it just it's just like people are not really dying to go out there with their 13 billion isk dread yeah. and and wager it for you know rewards that are you know adequate yeah, yeah. at best. Yeah. I mean, I grinded this. I was making like 500 mil uh, for every like couple of them while I was running. It was like 500 mil for every two. That I was running uh, early days because people would like buy the uh, the mutoplasmons a little bit more. Were, were you doing this in the drone lands? I was doing this in the drone lands, but I was too well, stubborn. Yeah, I mean, imagine to, doing it in a place with no NPC stations. That would be that would be a lot easier. I mean, I me. died to so <laughs> I, I was super mad uh, because I didn't want to do it in a system with a low bounty risk modifier. So I went like way out of the way. The system I was like basically maxed out. So I was like, sweet, I'm gonna make giga money. Uh, and then I, it was like in a pipe. So I had my alt like four jumps out in a Falcon just in case shit got real. Mm-hmm. And then inner hell just rage rolled because that's they, that's, uh, like two weeks out of this. They would just rage roll and they rage rolled directly into my thing with locals. Oh, I was like, shit. oh, and so I was in a ref too. I, I was in like a, 
now. I mean, they, I'll show you my kill mail. Like it's, uh, it's pretty grim. And so then I was like talking to headliner and I didn't even like, I was at work. Uh, and I was like, uh, headliner, can you come save me? Like I didn't have mumble set up. So I had to type him the discord and he was like, sure. Where are you? And I told him where I was. He was like, why the hell are you there? But he was like, he was being a bro. So he, he wanted to like, come save me. So I was tanking just fine, uh, for a while. And then inner hell brought in some Balgorns. I was like, Oh, shit's, shit's not looking too good. Now you guys got to get here fast. So I rushed him. Uh, and again, headliner was broke. He's like, fine, fine. You're kind of our mascot. I, I don't want you to die. So he brought in a bunch of Feroxes to, to kind of fight these Lokis. And I was like, I don't know, there's like 14 or 15 of them. But they just kept bringing more in because I was tanking fine. So by the time headliner leaves and arrives, there's now like 35 Lokis. Uh, and the Lokis outnumber the Feroxes. And I'm just like, you should just warp to me uh, and see what happens. Because I had like two shot, two Lokis. And I was like, hey. With your DPS, I'm sure I'll be fine. Uh, did not, was not fine. Like, so they get here, uh, Inner Hell like, just immediately stops shooting me and starts just blapping Feroxes. Uh, they all die. Headliner's like, well, we did our best. Thanks, and then I died or like immediately after. Uh, but luckily, they didn't know how the little crab beacons worked. So uh, like the crab beacon self-destructed and I got all my loot anyways. Did you make enough to replace the rev before you lost I it? I bought a rev right next door to LXQ for five bill Hoffit off the market. Feels amazing, man. That seems good. Yeah, and then I went and did it again, but this time nice. I just caught. And nice. then I and then I got scared. Like I just got like crazy PTSD. I was like, uh, I don't want to do it again. And then there's some maniac in Horde uh, who runs them in LXQ in a hell. Because he just is crazy. I don't know how he does it. Well, LXQ is pretty safe, though, I would say. I mean, is it? I don't know. Like, it feels like that's Man, the weirdest place to run. You know run how it. many times I get poked about, like, especially hot? Like, hey, there's this and this. Uh, doing, like, obviously, I know there's someone going to be formed, like a Chosu on standby or something, right? It's like, it's not that easy to actually catch these guys, I think. And I didn't have the LXQ, stones to run it in LXQ, uh, yeah. so I went to, like, a faraway drumlands. Well, th- those are the threats that we want to like catch. Next door to Wawa, no, mate, if you really want to do it. <laughs> yeah. There seems to be some rule that every time I run them, the uh, the payout comes within like 20 minutes of me finishing up. And there's always some fucking small gang comes in and just takes like 400 mil from the uh, ESS because I can never de-siege and get to the ESS in time. <laughs> oh, yeah, they stole my, my ESS too. Like two Vednax showed up. Yeah. I was like, what are these idiots going to do? I'll slap them. them. And then I just forgot the ESS mechanic existed, so they took all my dank ticks, and I was like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> I, I want to see you warp to the that. ESS and try to take your acceleration yeah. key in the trash. That would have been ideal yeah. for me. Alrighty. Uh, crap beacons, we've done that. November, obviously the AT, we talked about that. Uh, and then the riots and Jitter. About the scarcity patch, which was kind of you know interesting to see after like when was the summer of rage? I don't, I don't even remember. Two thousand ten, eleven years ago. Yeah, summer I was on the CSM for that one, and I was running the CSM for this one. Full circle feels great. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, doesn't actually feel great, but I mean, I'd like to get your take on this actually. Uh, yeah, what was the reaction? I think my my take is very unpopular with. Uh, with a certain crowd, so I don't want to make it. Uh, but like 
it, it's not something that was ignored or anything take some like risks, that. Like, uh, like internally, there was like a, a big chat about it. Hilmar talked about it. So if you get Hilmar's attention, that's uh, kind of a big deal. What's um, Hilmar normally doing? Like playing the cookie clicker. <laughs> <cooking clicker>, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I saw that like uh, that thread, that like uh, call out on Twitter. It was great. And then he really like, responds to had, like, like a screenshot of his of cookie cutter. He's like, "Yep, yeah, struggles real." <laughs> All right. Um, and then December, the corp skill plan. I think that's kind of interesting for bigger groups, right? Especially for newbie groups coming. Uh, that might just be, uh, you know, an easy way of getting people up to speed. Um, I think that's a healthy little thing. Does anyone know why CCP won't replace their stupid, terrible default overview? Like, why is it yeah, so bad? And why is there just not, like, just not a good overview? Well, it, it, yeah, 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 yeah. It's coming, it's coming. Oh, <laughs> right, I'm glad right, to right. hear that. I'm glad to hear that because it is right. legitimately, like, I, 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 hard to fathom. It took him a week or two, I mean, or maybe 20 years. But hey, but whatever. Um, Improvement is coming. what you want, right? It's coming. Hey, yeah, right. soon, soon. Guys. Soon. It was planned for one and a half hours. We kind of went a little bit overboard. So we're at two hours 20. Um, I would say let's cut it off right here. Um, Whatever we didn't talk about, I'm sure I'm going to talk to each of you guys at some point again. And we're just going to talk about it then. Um, But yeah, guys, thanks a lot for coming on. It was a blast, actually. Um, Just as expected, right? And, um, you know... I'm going to be driving home tomorrow a little bit early for Christmas. Um, so everyone here and everyone who is maybe listening to it on the way to the family or whatever, uh, you know, enjoy the holidays and stuff. And uh, I would say see you guys in the next year and stuff. All right. Hey, Merry Christmas, you guys. Yeah. yeah. Merry, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Everybody. Yeah. Happy holidays, everyone. Have a good new year. Uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm going to take some pictures of uh, Reykjavik New Year's. Apparently, it's uh, popping. Oh, the no. <laughs> most fireworks per capita of anyone anywhere in the world. So nice. That's what I'm told. But they also told me winter would suck. And it's not that bad. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, are you guys on stream? I'm sorry. What were you saying? No, go ahead. I was, just, I was just about to say thanks, thanks for hanging out on stream. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. And um, yeah, see you guys around. All right. Bye bye. Thanks.